Welcome to episode 97 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, we cover number 80 to number 61 in our top 100 horror of all time list. Welcome to episode 97 of the Movie City Maniacs. We have such a special episode in our five-part series of going down the top 100 movies of all time. Well, horror movies of all time. The way I see it, fuck all other movies other than horror movies. <laughs> Drama, take a hike. Action, see you in hell. Fantasy, go ahead. Somewhere yeah. to the go, Craigs go of the Go fuck mo- a dragon. Yeah, go fuck a dragon. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm Kyle. <laughs> yeah. I'm Maddie. I'm Adam. Uh, yes, we're uh, continuing our countdown to our 100th episode where we are counting down our 100 uh, horror film, top 100 horror films of all time. Um, and if you haven't, yeah, if you haven't uh, checked it out, uh, check out our last episode where we ran down 100 to 81, I believe. Yeah, we're doing 80 to 61 today. Yeah, so... And we're getting closer. Yeah. Closer I, and closer to that 50 mark. And then it gets better. <laughs> well, we, we, can, we can jump into it, but I just want to ask, do you yeah. guys feel that, like, as it gets closer to the top 20, it, it kind of becomes less interesting? Um, It's going to be hard, because there's a lot of, like, I think I know what your guys' top 20s are. Yours, actually, I don't know, Adam, but, like, we'll see. Because, Kyle, I think I have you pegged. Yeah. But we'll see. Minor, minor knock. Yeah. Like, I, I would say my list... Well, I don't know. Adams has a lot of crazy picks too, but I have a lot of unique mm. picks that you're not going to see on many top 100. Maddie's got all the, the <laughs> picks that you're used to seeing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys ever heard about this movie called like Halloween? It's pretty fucking cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I I hope I'm wrong, but I, yeah. I'm kind of worried that when we get closer to our top yeah. 20, it's going to be kind of the obvious choices. But mm. I, I think, think there's going to be some of that for sure. There's no yeah. like some of those obvious choices are fucking great, yeah. ob- obvious yeah. for a reason. Yeah. I, and I, I do, I, I do feel like though, at least, at least from last episode, we kind of have three unique lists. Like we're all kind of living up to. There's been mm-hmm. no movie yet that's been all on. I don't know. Have we even yeah, had any that are on two lists? No, I don't think there's so, no. no repeats. So I, I've been kind of going with the trashy, trashy uh, fun picks, I guess. Adam's kind of living up to the the artistic choices. He's got a couple. He's had a couple fun ones in there, but he's kind of like the. the <laughs> you're kind of the class. Yeah, you had some okay picks in there. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, was, yeah. there was some that maybe no, but I art house movies aren't fun. No, but you kind of have the classy picks, and there's yeah. going to be probably a lot more people that are going to appreciate Adam's list more than yeah. mine. And it's kind of it's that, hard for Adam to record with his nose so high in the air. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> exactly. And Maddie's, you can barely hear him from that high horse that he's uh, on constantly. And, and you with your soapbox that you're constantly on. <laughs> about these new movies sucking um, i'm the only one who's kind of sitting here down to earth with the common folk guys well, yeah, you're kind of the, you're kind of the mid-ground you kind of got a bit of bit of everything in there um but yeah i don't know do we just want to jump right into it then or i think i yeah. think so and see maybe we'll get some uh we'll finally get oh, some some doubles doubles and maybe Double even up. a triple yeah maybe uh who wants to start this off who went first last time you did 
Do you and, want me to and, keep it going? Or do you yeah, guys, why don't we just yeah. keep it going okay. this way? Cool. All right. Well, my number 80, it should count as two movies, but it doesn't. So here I can put them both <laughs> on. It's from 1990. It's called Two Evil Eyes. I guess Ramiro and King got, not, yeah, Ramiro and King, right? Got together. Uh, and they did. King is, I think King wrote one of them. It's Romero and uh, Argento. Uh, Argento, that's right. It was uh, Edgar Allan Poe wrote both of them, actually. Okay. They're uh, post stories. So the one is the, um, uh, what is it? The facts in the case of M. Valdron. And I guess what happens is there's a sick man who they hypnotize into giving him these, uh, he's giving up his money, but he's hypnotized and he's slowly dying. So as they figure this out, there's one, um, it's, it's so fucked up. I can't even explain what's going it's on. A, it, <laughs> I, I, yeah, you know you, you can't explain what's yeah. going on, buddy, because you're not fucking notes. Yeah, yeah that, that's just it. I was talking to these guys, I have no notes. We yeah. always come prepared, and this guy I, has it written down. I on have napkin. like two evil eyes from 1990. It's by Edgar Allan Poe, and I have both the names of the stories. Uh, well, I got nothing. Adrian Barbeau is the wife yeah. in there, and yeah, they're um, they hypnotize him. They're going to take his money. It's a great uh, story. I actually, they did it. Uh, Vincent Price did an adaptation of this in oh, yeah? uh, Basil Rathbone, and actually two. Um, uh, Tale, Tales of Terror um, in the 60s, which is great adaptation of that oh, as well. Oh, yeah. But, um, I hi- so I've seen I that. I highly recommend that but one. This one but is I haven't insane seen this. because all yeah. the voice is so modulated when he's like calling out like, Never Yeah, I, I learned it's it. all like fucked up and like his like almost like that synthy voice. And there's a really cool twist ending that works very well. I, I think that movie is underrated when it comes to anthologies. Like, right. I, I feel like I guess there's only don't... two. But I just and don't they're think they're both a lot of like our movies. Like, sorry, is this a uh, Everybody Loves Raymond's? Like yeah, spin, uh, spin, <laughs> well, it is actually uh, Ray Romano yeah, is the uh, M. Valderman or whatever the guy is. <laughs> I was, oh. I, that was a pretty good uh, <laughs> Ray. I, <gotta> say. <laughs> I would love to see Ray Romano in a horror movie. Actually, Ray Romano, he's having a renaissance right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, there's also the Black Cat, which is Harvey Keitel being his most gritty Harvey Keitel, bad lieutenant character. He's a photog- photographer for the city of New York that does like murder crimes. And there's a cat that comes in and starts fucking up his shit. And he kind of. Well, his like wife yeah. falls in love and takes in the cat. And, and he, he doesn't hates like his cat. It. It could, if you're an animal, if you're like, if you have a cat. <laughs> And you love your cat. This is a hard one to watch. Yeah, he doesn't uh, treat this cat very like, well. Apparently, none of it was like whatever. It was either with practical effects or the cat was never hurt. But it's yeah. hard. To, like it looks real, but it, I, th- I don't know. I, I kind of believe everyone that was involved when they talk about how they did each one. Yeah, uh, on on the Blu-ray, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's a tough one. On the DVD, it's not like that. No, no, they, no, they, no, they no. talk about animal yeah, yeah, brutality. Yeah. It's how, fucked up. How stupid these cats are and how much fun <laughs> they had. Well, they had to change their opinion in this yeah, exactly. So. But there was a cool dream scene where he's uh, tried for the murdering of this cat, but it's like a, almost like a pagan medieval renaissance festival where they're just kind of like stringing him up and like pulling out his guts. Oh, it's fucking insane, but Drawn awesome in, in the quarter. It's, it's it. a Tom Savini effect yeah. too, which, yeah, I, I kind of unrelated, but the, the Blu-ray does have an awesome uh, little featurette where it's Tom Savini showing like mm-hmm. uh, a tour of his house and it's awesome. Oh, cool. See, folks, this is, I've never <laughs> seen this either and uh, oh. now I'll have to put this on my it list. It just got a 4K yeah. release, so. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, so the blue, and that's the one where they go back to saying that they brutalized the animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we lied on the blue, but we actually have uh, the photos of us. Uh, Adam, what's your number 80? My number 80 is from 1968, Coronico. Have you, either of you seen this, the Japanese <laughs> no. movie? Uh, it's it's a ghost story. Uh, basically, these, these women that are lurking in this bamboo forest who are avenging their death. Um, Sounds awesome. It is awesome, and it's filled with like incredible atmosphere. I know you guys love fog. Yeah, <laughs> this is just drenched in unbelievable fog and night lighting in these like 
the bamboo forest, it's the most pindly stick forest ever, but they're huge trees and they're living in there. There's all these gorgeous long shots as they're like kind of bringing their victims up into this ghost home that's just away from the the town. Oh, that's cool. So it's like Ewoks, but sexier. Yeah, (laughs) sexier for sure. And there's just like fog billowing out of everywhere all the time. Uh, and and yeah, they're they're out to get revenge on these on any samurai because some samurai came, raped them, burned their house down, and and they they got killed. Um, it 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 kind of is a comment also about samurai not just being noble warriors. They were they, warriors. They but were like, flawed people yeah. that yeah they they may have protect you, but they probably yeah. fucked up a bunch of other people. Yeah. Um, it 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 also has this heart because these women. Uh, the, it's, it's a, it's a, a stepdaughter and a mother and the son comes back and, and he sees them and knows instantly like, this is the my family. The, the ghosts are my family somehow, but can't quite figure out what's going on. Oh, that's cool. Um, actually I haven't seen this, but I have, I know what it is. Yeah. Um, it looks cool from what I've seen. Of it's place. super cool. Criterion, uh, I think put that one out on Blu-ray. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, I recommend. Uh, I think it's it might be a good entrance point too to some of the Japanese, uh, like the J horrors. Uh, it, it's a precursor, of course. Yeah. To th- it's that, just really. uh, I just came up with. Uh, I'm copywriting this. You know how they're like the Blind Dead, and it's the Night te- Knights Templar yeah. um, coming back for revenge after they got murdered for doing horrible things. Samurai. It's they get they do terrible things, rape and murder. You find out. The townspeople get a hold of them, kill them, and then it's this evil samurai coming. I'm in. <laughs> um, all right, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. Uh, Hello, Hollywood. <laughs> we have an idea for you. It, yeah, you know the Blind Dead. We're just doing that with samurai. The blind. Oh, the blind uh, samurai. two million. You say awesome. <laughs> all right, that's the end of the podcast. Cool. All right, that's my number. Uh, 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 this is a good segue to mine because mine also. Uh, number 80 has some rapey elements in it. I know. I'm talking about 1981 slasher, The Burning. Oh, um, yeah. This is all, like right away. It's hampered by the fact that it's written by mostly written by the Weinsteins. Uh-huh. Um, I think actually this is like he was doing his drop the towel, want a massage going back to the, during this shoot, apparently. Oh yeah. I was actually reading. Oh great. Like, wasn't it like um, one of his first movies? Like, as like yeah, the yeah. Max? So yeah, I don't know how he had power, yeah. but either way, anyways, um, but this is your typical slasher. It opens up with, uh, you know, um, a prank gone wrong. In this case, the caretaker at a camp is uh, accidentally burnt. Uh, he survives. And it's kind of a weird in, the, in that the first, like, 10, 15 minutes is, like... A jalo Him leaving of out of, yeah, leaving the hospital and killing some yeah. people. Like, it seems completely like out of place. Yeah, like, a prostitute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get to the, the camp. Mm-hmm. But when we get to uh, Camp Stonewater, it's just so much fun. Like, you could almost... Get rid of the horror the elements, and it would propsy. still be fun because you all the characters. My favorite are so part fun. of this movie is for sure that kind of like half an hour, forty minute stretch yeah. before they go on yeah. the canoe, like the trip. meatballs of like <laughs> yeah. You got uh, yeah. Jason Alexander, George Costanza, you yeah. motherfucker, he's so Eddie. Good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's great in this, and he's kind of like he's a he's a cool guy. You'd want to hang out with him. You got Fisher Stevens in there with his little slingshot. Yeah. Fisher Stevens is like. A kid in this, yeah, yeah it's, and oh, yeah. it's like Crazy, real yeah. thin. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like um, creepy. There's Glazer, who is awesome, who's this big, like tough guy. But you find out, like, 
he's kind of a bit of a, a sap when it comes to romance, and mm. you know he blows his load too early. You and then you do have the, the rape. There's like two rapey dudes. Yeah, in the movie. one guy's like really. Uh, there's creepy. one guy that's. Oh, yeah. There's like the one he's rapey like a peepee, dude. Yeah, peepee guy. And well, that's Brian Backer, who mm. most people know from Fast Times Ridge on High. Mm. Yeah, he's the peeping Tom. That's my one problem with this film, and I don't know if I'm spoiling. I'll just say. Yeah. That motherfucker should have got it. Oh, I want yeah. to see him get a good. Yeah. Alfred should fucking he almost, die. He almost, yeah. he almost is like the hero. They make him like the hero of the movie. And it's like, what? Yeah, he turns into the hero at the end of the like, movie. Yeah. He's so weird, fucked right? up. Um, there's a, a blinker, you'll miss her cameo of Holly Hunter in there. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, the camp hijinks are great. And then you do get the kills. That like see, uh, uh, canoe, canoe scene is fucking It's amazing. one of the best like, yeah. slasher set pieces yeah. ever. Um, Tom Savini did the effects. And yeah, I don't want to spoil it too much. But you've probably seen it if you've seen any compilation yeah. Uh, but it's fantastic, and I, I will like say any compilation doesn't matter. Great yeah. skateboarding compilation, no, it's, in it's in there. Slam dunks, <laughs> it's in, in there. there. Well, you know, I, I would yeah. spice it up. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, skateboarding's getting kind of boring. Trimming your hedges, <laughs> in there, in there. Um, but I, the film does yeah. lose a little steam in the end. I will say, but yeah, I love when they go to like Willowbrook, and it's I love all a, the. High, it's one of the few. There's surprisingly, mm-hmm. there's maybe one or two. Um, one I'm sure we'll we'll talk about later on. Mm-hmm. But there's not many actually camp slasher films that actually have like the camp aspect with the kids. Like most of them, it's about the camp, camp counselor setting yeah. up before or after or whatever. You don't get too many with the, the hijinks. So of the I, I kind of like that that you do get that. You in want this meatballs one. with murder? Is what yeah, you exactly. Want. <laughs> so that's my number eighty. Oh, that's awesome. My number seventy nine is from nineteen sixty four, The Mask of Red Death. It's mm. One of the another Edgar Allan Poe actually. Weird. I'm running a type here. But yeah, I guess it is um, Corman, one of his like uh, eight that he did for AI pictures. Yeah, I love how lecherous Vincent Price is in this. He is such like a creep and like a almost like a tyrant in a weird way. He's an evil human being, right? Oh yeah, he's he's it's awesome. And I love the some people like mock the uh, stage aspect of it, but that's why I really dig about this. How like they go to the woods and it looks like it's a stage. Yeah, like a lot of that. But I love that the set design and the costume and everything is fantastic. I think this is like one of the bigger budgeted of the corner. Well, it's got Nicholas Rogue, who I think he's he's the cinematographer or he's the editor of this. Maybe he's both. Okay. Who's, who's, uh, don't look now. So he, he shot this. I'm pretty sure. It is gorgeous. And you do have uh, like, I have some issues Mm -hmm. just plotting, Wise yeah, because, it's it's actually not my favorite of the, but the Corman. I, I do Price. love how it looks. Corman as Price well. Poe. <laughs> <laughs> Corman Price Poe. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's from an earlier That's a little, episode. I, I, inside <laughs> joke to a, a previous I, uh, episode that yeah. Adam was not oh, yeah. part of. Yeah, and I, I, I guess I missed anyway, that one. The story doesn't slow down either. Like, there's some um, subplots of like a midget trying to get a. Was my life? I think it's a, a little, little person. person yeah. A little person trying to take a, <laughs> get revenge on a guy who uh, did him wrong by slapping his girl around. <laughs> Oh, Maddie, you're drunk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Um, Adam, you're number 79. My number 79, guess what? We're getting a double. Double. Okay. Near Dark. Oh, nice. From 1987. Uh, Kathleen Bigelow's Near Dark. We talked about it. Uh, how? Last week? Yeah, we talked about it last week. It was only a week ago. Uh all I got to say is Bill Paxton is the fucking man <laughs> in, this. in this. He's so good. Everybody is great. We talked about it. Maybe yeah. the only people mm-hmm. that aren't as great are the, the, the leads. leads mm-hmm. um, but I just love this idea that you've got these kind of vagabond, badass, derelict, feral vampires mm-hmm. out in the Midwest or the, the you yeah. know, southern states. Um, 
and that scene in the bar is an all time classic. But I also love the scene where they go to like this that terrible motel and shack up yeah. in that cottage. Uh, and then have to fight their way out. Uh, yeah, it's there's, cool there's so many cool, cool scenes. Um, yeah, that's my number seventy nine. Awesome. Cool. Is that one of the the first film vampire films to be set like in modern times? Because a lot of the vampire films before that were like period or you know gothic, the hammers, the universe monsters. Was this after Fright Night? Yes. Know. Oh, it is yeah. after. Okay, so. No, then. Um, cool. <laughs> uh, okay, my number... I got all the sound effects this week. <laughs> yeah, you're the man in the can. <laughs> uh, I'm the douche. Yeah. Ira, clean your room. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> I'm too sober here tonight. Uh, my number 79, I'm sure, is going to be higher up on possibly both of the viewer lists. Uh, Peter Jackson's Brain Dead, a.k.a. Dead Alive from 1992. Oh, awesome. um, this is, of course, the, his New Zealand uh, zombie follow-up after he did Bad Taste and Meet the Feebles, which are both crazy. Uh, he did this movie, which is probably most known for its insane amount of splatter effects. Oh, the last half an hour is pretty much just like non-stop blood and gore non-stop and what's what's great yes. about it is like all the gags like it's mm-hmm. you know there's like the the face torn off and this this and he's still talking the skeleton's still talking there's the light ball gag where they put it in the the head the gnome uh stuck in the body and of course the infam- infamous uh lawnmower <laughs> scene which is by the end of the whole room is covered in and in he's all slipping and shit and yeah sliding. um i i think it, it it's possibly in the guinness book of world records for most Blood and oh, awesome. in, in a film where it's it's in like the, the one of the one of the most I don't know. Um, the only thing is the, the reason it's not higher on for my list is I do struggle with like until it gets to that point. I don't. I think it's like a really ugly looking kind of dull looking film. Like it has that '90s kind of soap opera look to it. The the score, same thing. I I love how the score is so. F- fucking uh, yeah, I hate it's it pedestrian like it seems like the entire town's pedestrian but like it, there's clinks of like oh what's going on here yeah there's that's, all that's these weird. weird and there's weird humor I like all of that as, yeah, as I'm well I'm, I'm not I agree that may the once they're in the house it I think feels it looks like, great. like yeah. one of those 80s soap operas that you would watch like no budget soap operas mm. the first like hour I feel like a lot the of young that and the penniless is, is, <laughs> is on purpose though yeah. like it, oh yeah I think he's going for that like with the cheesy romance but it, it, to me it's cringeworthy and I, I get Maybe he's parodying that, but like I don't yeah. want to watch that. Um, but again, I think that last half an hour is so good that it gets it this high up my list. Uh, but that's the reason why it's not higher. Um, yeah, Brain Dead from 1992. Awesome. Is my 78 from 2010? I was trying to think of the last time that I had this much fun in a movie theater. Piranha 3D. We all went down. I think like a few guys got high. We had a few beers and like watching this movie with the prawns. I think it was just me and, and you, Field. Maddie. No, because Fields was there. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get high? Did I get high? Yeah, we had a bunch of people there, and it was a like a blast, man. Like these piranhas don't stop from the get go. Like they're coming at your face. They're eating people on parasails. There is this one scene in the last like uh, half the movie where it's just a nonstop uh, splatter fest. Of these uh, little 3D piranhas just eating everything in sight. It's awesome. Now, here's the yeah. thing. We've talked about this on the show before, mm-hmm. but is this something that I've missed the boat because I'm not seen in 3D That's now? what I'm thinking because the no, more I, I thought about so. this, like I watched this on like a Blu-ray and like it doesn't have the same... 
I think it's I think it is a movie you have to see with a, like yeah. a, group a group of people. people. Yeah, because it, it, it is. It, it, well, it's flick. like Brain Dead, where like the last half an hour, because mm-hmm. it's set during spring break. It's just pure violence and actually they even take some of the gags like in this one the same thing the skin gets ripped yeah, off the they face still talk. with the hair and um i should y- maybe yeah, almost it's, it's insanely... try to set this up for shocktober where we can watch you know, that actually would be fun yeah like something just before or whatever um in, in october and and for those movies that, yeah, that you, have you guys to have watch clearly said multiple times well yeah. you should watch this with other people yeah and i think occasionally maybe i've watched something that you've recommended and i go well, well this, this sucks yeah <laughs> but i mean this, this is a movie it has its issues like but it's again i, I think you can kind of let it's that yeah the, uh, the like, yeah, cgi is a bit yeah dated but well what can you do <laughs> and uh, uh what's his name jerry o'connell is amazing in that. he is he's so such a good. despicable like <laughs> He's such a uh, sleazebag, sleaze, man. Yeah, but I love my dick, my dick, my dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a great movie. All right. Uh, my number 78 from 1987, John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness, oh, which we awesome. just covered in our yeah. John Carpenter series. If you haven't heard it, go back, listen again after yeah. you finish this episode. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, we talked about this a lot. I love the location. I, I love the, the whole... Score. Myth- the, the score, oh, the oh. mythology, um, the cast of characters for the most part. Mm-hmm. I love that uh, DJ S- Shadow sampled uh, a, a good portion of this. Uh, but and, Just and, that building tension is really yeah. what the, the tension just builds up the whole time and, and in sense of place is so... Um, I don't know. You're... You understand, like you're in this place, and you kind of know where they are at all times yeah. by the end, uh, and you know you're almost trapped in, in this in, church. In, in this church, um, uh, yeah. I, I don't have a yeah. lot to say. We've uh, talked about we this, talked uh, about this a lot. I just wish Tom Atkins was the lead instead yeah, of the Russian guy. That's it, true, actually, it, and it would have went up. Uh, you know, skyrocketed for me. Uh, cool. My number seventy-eight. Uh, going with the fun nature gone amok. From 1988, Slugs. Slugs. Uh, this is an American-Spanish film directed by uh, Juan Piquil Samon. I did not pronounce that right, but that's okay. Uh, he's start kissing up your arm yeah. like Morticia Adams. <laughs> I'll just say he, a lot of style. he also directed yeah. another film that's going to be higher up on my list, so I'm not going to spoil it now, but you can probably do the research and figure it mm. out. Um, yeah, this film is just like, it's kind of like those type of movies where like from frame one, like, it opens up with a kill, and it doesn't really let up. And it's just since you think slugs, like, how fucking stupid. What can yeah. you do with this? Slow-moving slugs. They manage to do it. Like, it's just nonstop thing, crazy things happening one after another. Like, there's this one scene, a, a guy's in a, a greenhouse. A slug gets in his hand. He can't get off. It's eating him away. So he decides to cut it off, <laughs> to cut off his hand. Uh, and then his wife comes in to help him. For some reason, she's carrying a gas canister, and fire goes, and it blows the whole thing. This huge explosion, and like you're just like, what the fuck just happened? Like That got out of control quickly. There's a lot of moments like that. There's a great moment where like a couple's like, they're having sex, and they, they get off the bed, and the whole floor is covered, and... Th- guy's feet starts getting eat away then she fall, slips and falls and she's completely covered and it's like again one of those gags where you know their whole body's been eaten away by these slugs it's just it, it's uh it's a super super fun movie um yeah oh there's seen a restaurant too that's so good it's just one of those movies where you can just like every 10 minutes you're gonna get a crazy moment that's gonna be memorable memorable and all the effects are pretty pretty great oh awesome um yeah i highly recommend this is one that like 
You just found recently, right? Um, no, I, I saw it before and I liked yeah. it, but I rewatched it on the Arrow Blu-ray and I was mm-hmm. like, holy fuck, I forgot how good this movie was. Like I knew it was like, it was. I remember it being fun, but it's yeah. like, no, this, again, no, another movie that would be great as a party movie with maybe a Piranha 3D double <laughs> Slugs feature. Slugs and Piranha, creature uh, double feature. Yeah. That's... All right, My 77, we just talked about this. So it's a double. Uh, the Burning from 81. Oh, you yeah. got a burning. I love the camp aspect. I love the look of Cropsy. That scene with the raft is so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, the ending does peter out, but I still don't hate it. I, it's, it's still cool. <laughs> well, I hope you don't hate it if it's on your top 100. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. exactly. No, he, I don't hate this movie. <laughs> yeah. But... But you yeah. were the one that was, you were pro-Alfred. You thought he was doing all, like, you liked all the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only reason I watched this movie. If he gets to see some, I get to see some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's great, but so wrong. And, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised, actually. I thought this was going to be higher up on your list. No, no, you no. You surprising we, me with some of I don't know what you're going to have up there. We're, we're moving, baby. Uh, cool. Uh, Adam, your number 70. Another double coming right up. Oh, double dubs. From from 1957, Night of the Demon, a.k.a. Curse of the Demon. This is Jacques Tourneau's uh, movie that uh, basically is uh, a a psychology of terror. How do you you get into someone's head to make them terrified Mm. and, 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 and how paranoia can take hold and create this fear that will create more chaos, really? And... Um, it also has one of the great uh, badass villain turns by uh, Niall uh, McGuinness, I think is his name. Um, you know, you're almost rooting for him be- because he's got his hangups too with with what's going on, and and there's a stake for him if if this doesn't go right. There's a great mm. moment uh, I, I meant to talk about last time at the his the children's birthday party too, and he's in the clown outfit. Oh yeah, but like he he pretty much says he creates this this windstorm and you're like is that just coincidence or did this guy actually create this like does he have the power so um but all all that stuff like the back and forth between them and that scene i think is great and he does the just like in bruce almighty where he i got the power (laughs) and and then that's when the windstorm comes i just like those movies where those scenes where you have the the villain and the hero kind of meet and get the you know, they quick back and forth. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 kind of uh, sizing each other up. Mm-hmm. The g- greatest scene in any movie is the scene from Heat, not horror related. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, anyways, with the hero in the film meet. Uh, my number seventy seven uh, from two thousand nine, possibly may be on your list. I don't know. Uh, Ty West, the House of the Devil. Oh, awesome! Uh, this is yeah. a film that put his name on the map. Uh, headlined by Jocelyn Donahue, who. Uh, horror fans might know her. She did the Father's Day segment, pretty much one of the few good segments in holidays. Almost yeah. makes me yeah. mad that it's part of that. Yeah, I, like, I, I will. I don't own it, but like I've almost bought it several times just because that segment. Um, but you also get brief cameos from you know some horror uh, horror uh, horror. People? <laughs> icons? Icons. There we go. Sorry. Uh, D. Wallace is in there for a brief part. Mm. Tom Noonan, uh, oh, Mary yeah. Wonoff, and uh, and then Greta Gerwig, not horror mm-hmm. icon, but she's in there before she was big, I think, right? This is, yeah, yeah. This, and this is before she was on How I Met Your Your Dad. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that hit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't know she was on that. Um, but anyway, so the, the story of this one is she's a desperate uh, college student for money. Uh, she gets takes this babysitting gig, and uh, only when she gets there, though, she finds uh, that there is no child. You're actually there to discover, yeah, their their able-bodied mother. Um, and it's kind of like um, 
it's kind of one of those one woman show movies where like the whole movie is mostly her. Yeah. In this house alone, it's a very slow burn. And there's just weird stuff going on. There's fun moments where she's got her Walkman and music yeah. and eating pizza. Yeah. And it's like, it's one of those movies that's like, if you tell people what happens for like 40 minutes of the movie, it's like, nothing happens. Yeah. But you're not you're, bored. No, you're enraptured yeah. by, by everything. What's great is like in the first like 20 minutes, it sets this up. And then like it's 20 minutes, I've just kind of like drawn yeah. it out. Like, oh, there's something going upstairs. And and sometimes I have a problem with Slow Burn, but I think this yeah. is one of the ones where it has the payoff. So it's worth mm-hmm. it. Um, and it's got a couple of payoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It announces itself with what a, a, a great yeah, yeah, with yeah, a yeah. bang. <laughs> yes. Um, and it, it actually it's one of the few films that I think mm-hmm. like in the past 10, 20 years, or I guess past ten years, it's been a lot of like homage to seventies, eighties films. You know, mm-hmm. the Adam Green, all these directors doing films they loved. But I think a lot of those guys do homage or parody. I think he's one of the guys that like actually feels like he's doing just a movie in that style. He's not yeah. trying to like wink at the audience. Yeah, like what it feels like a what 70s, other movie is this? Yeah, other than that. Yeah, other than the movie that it is, but taking the style. Yeah, of that, all that could these be said. It old. could be a movie from like the late seventies, early eighties. Totally, like it feels like that. But it, it's, it's not, not like winking at anybody. But it's not. Oh, that's yeah. the new Halloween, yeah. or that's the new Friday the Thirteenth. That's a new or, Babysitter Murder. Yeah, or, whatever. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. It stands on its own, but I think it's it's pretty impressive because I mean to release a film like this and hope that audiences are going to be down yeah. for waiting through that long stretch till the, the shit goes down. That you know, that I think that's impressive. I think a lot of other directors would have been like, ah, we got to put something in here. In there, though. I mean, I guess you have her dancing, but again, I think some people it's might natural. find that boring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, that's my number 77. Oh, that's a good pick. Uh, my 76, uh, we've talked about this, uh, Into the Mouth of Madness. We actually did an episode on this. I love the idea of an author changing the reality of the world. Am I giving stuff away too much or no? No. Spoiler! Spoilers! I love Southern Kane. Yeah, it's fucking cool, man. Yeah, we'll I love Sutter Kane too. Yeah, I really <laughs> love Sutter Kane. Well, it's a perfect mix do of you, like... Do you guys read Sutter Kane? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's that perfect mix of like, is it all in his head or is this shit really happening? Yeah. Like it, they, they do that balance well. Yeah, but again, all the wheels come off like halfway through and then just turns chaotic once yeah. you're in the, uh, the grove with that Hook's Grove. I forget what it's called. Hobbs Creek. Hobbs. Hobbs End? Hobbs End. Matt, if you had fucking notes. Yeah. <laughs> you we got there. This. We got there, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're a team. It's just a natural progression of things, guys. Um, you cover half my ass. You cover <laughs> half my ass. I'm actually embarrassed because when we did the John Carpenter episodes, um, I kept that for The Prince of Darkness and In, yeah. in the Mouth of Madness. I'm like, they're my top 100. These films are great. Mm-hmm. They actually both, spoilers, did not make both. Oh, wow. And I really like both those films. Again, it just shows you the tough decisions I had yeah. to do when I had. I had 500 great films that I consider great. Um, well, that's so, crazy. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I'm glad you guys got them. That's the good thing about I, this. I think you you did some gerrymandering. It was like <laughs> yeah, yeah, around. We, we made know. Sure you had this. Yeah, we know Matt's going to put this in. I don't need to do it. No, it was I, Prince of Darkness was right up yeah. there, right to the end. Like I think that was like 110, and the Mouth of Madness was maybe like 125, 130 or something. So again, yeah, maybe we're, we'll stretch this out to 200. Yeah. Let's do 500. Let's do top 500 yeah. in like five years, and uh, you know we'll get to cover everything that we wanted to talk about. Uh, Adam, number 76. 76. Reanimator, another double. Oh, from shit, From yeah. 1985, Stuart Gordon. Uh, yeah, like this is just a fun, unhinged uh, m- mm-hmm. movie with an incredible asshole performance, uh, <laughs> you know, with Jeffrey Combs and um, 
he's the arrogant asshole, but he can back it up. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I remember hating him before. Like thinking, but I think the last time I watched him, I kind of like. He's kind of like like he he does things that makes him an asshole, but he also does things where he kind of is not a complete dick. Like he's not a complete villain. He's not a villain at all. I don't. He's kind of got like you he's know. got blinders on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because the science is the most important. Well, he's thing. like yeah, every Frankenstein where exactly mm-hmm. you know. I I actually thought this wouldn't. Uh, you know, I thought uh, on where I was ranking, it would have been low. So low. I thought well, I was going to be the first person to talk about this, but I guess not. So, but I, did, I had it, right? Yeah. yeah. I covered it, yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> it was on your list. <laughs> Man, again, I don't, I don't even know what's on the top 100. We'll find out. He just like <laughs> closes his eyes and his hand writ stuff. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I spent yeah. fucking hours, days <laughs> on this, this uh, rearranging it, so. It was difficult getting it to the end, right? Well, and to be honest, Reanimator is one that I, I, I've, I think I, I liked it the most the last time I watched. Like, it's always one of those ones that I liked, but I didn't like mm-hmm. it as much as everyone else. I, I think it's one that's going to grow on me even more. Like, I think the last watch is like that made it to my top one hundred. Maybe next time. Um, well, that's a good leading because my seventy six is one that I think when we did top fifty, it was much higher up, and it just kind of shows you like what mood I'm in. Um, I'm kind of burnt out on supernatural haunting flicks. And that is why The Haunting from 1963 is only coming out. Oh, wow. Um, I I really like this film. Again, maybe if we did this five years from now, it would be in the top 25. But on the recent watch, I was just, I I enjoyed it, but I was just kind of like, ah, I've seen a lot of this. And it's just because I've seen a lot of this lately. Yeah. Um, The the supernatural is the new zombie. Uh, But, anyways, this is based on the famous uh, Shirley Jackson novel. It's been adapted several times, but I think this is by far. The best version, uh, directed by Robert Wise, who is you know who did so many classic uh, genre and non-genre flicks, you know back then. Day of the Year stood still, Body Snatcher, West Side Story. Yeah, that's um, crazy. And uh, yeah, anyways, the, the story is this: uh, this house is pretty much cursed. You learn the history and all mm. the terrible things that have happened to it. This doctor wants to study uh, supernatural phenomenon and uh, you know what's behind these deaths. So he invites uh, a group of uh, experts to help him and only two of them show up a psychic and um eleanor who's this eleanor. girl that experienced some uh poltergeist or something when she's a kid and then sorry the um uh the nephew or something i believe whoever he's gonna inherit this house and he comes along um but yeah this what makes this movie in, so interesting is that the house is like the main character it's the look of it it has this amazing um just kind of labyrinth feel to it, like the way it's. Yeah, you can feel like you're getting lost in yeah. it. Even strange angles and 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 just odd construction choices throughout it. And they even say like the the doors open by themselves the way it's constructed. Uh, so it's terrifying in itself. And I think what's what's great about this film and why it's better than most haunting films these days. One, it doesn't have those nonstop jump scares, which every fucking film yeah. has these days. But two is now they would have to show the ghost, and it would probably maybe be scary and cool. This film, you don't see shit. And because of that, it's all up to your imagination. I think that's creepy. I mean, yeah, you, do, a, you see like a, the door kind yeah, of bend, like warp. Say. You hear the bangings on the wall and stuff, but I think you don't really see actually any physical forms You're of almost ghosts. like just waiting in suspense yeah. for them to show you. Yeah. But because you don't get... It shown you're just you're still waiting when it ends yeah, yeah. and i don't know I, I personally I always find that works better i also feel like it is also really eleanor's it's it's almost more of like this this character 
drama of this woman who breaking is breaking down really like yeah well it's, yeah she's, so had she's this, spiraling and uh exactly she's li- lived pretty much a stifled life yeah. where she had to take care of her mother up to her death then mm. she's living with her sister and her her, her husband and kid or whatever so it's it's this like woman she's finally found a place it just happens that place is this house <laughs> um so it's just yeah it's this kind of sad drama in a sense more than it is a haunted house like mm-hmm. but i think all of that works so well but i think again you get both levels like those when the poundings on the wall are happening are the moment where she feels someone holding her hand like that's yeah, fucking creepy that's crazy again mm-hmm. if you didn't if you showed an image it probably wouldn't work as much but just her and her the expression on her face that to me is like that mm-hmm. is way scarier um anyways yeah one one of the best uh, haunted house supernatural flicks and I'm, I'm trying to think i know I, I might have a couple yeah i guess i have a couple above it but it's definitely house. i think yeah it's probably like my third or fourth favorite so there's it's not crazy. too much in the next uh 70 it's weird you say that spoiler my yeah. 75 also involves a haunted house from a 1995 uh, 1999 starring a lisa neeson it's the haunting remake actually <laughs> 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 it's that evil dead the uh, haunted cabin the uh what? the zombies Evil Dead number seventy five for me is Evil Dead. My next one. So Get the fuck we'll out of here, really? Here, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> actually kind of insane. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this movie is insane from start to finish. The atmosphere, the cottage, the characters, the actual like effects, the makeup, the uh, voices—it yeah. gets all modulated like the. Uh, what do they call it when they kind of synthesize the voices? Like, you're not going to get out of here. Death by dawn, that kind of shit. It's Sam Raimi just kind of yeah. left up doing his crazy mm. antics, frenetic camera, going everywhere. And even that, like, what the, it's not the shaky it's cam. A, it's almost like a still cam where, like, they uh, run the camera through the woods. Yeah. Fucking this, so this cool the POV. Yeah. The famous uh, tree rape scene, which yeah. I guess he regrets doing. But at the time, I mean, that's probably what got a lot of people talking yeah. about it. It's probably a scene that when everyone left, that's the scene they talked about it. <laughs> but like you mentioned, what I love about it is all the different types of effects. There's mm-hmm. great, cool makeup. There's practical effects, cool gore effects. He does a lot of stuff with like stop motion, that's stop whether motion it's like the infection cool. and the ankle yeah. spreading or the face melting. Um, he just, it's just like this. It is an incredibly Mix of everything put together on yeah, yeah exactly. I, I think that's Sam Raimi during those times. He was yeah. just doing whatever, and it, I think it all works. There's the there's heart. nothing like that, and I think you watch a Sam Raimi film, you know it's a Sam Raimi film, and I don't think anyone's ever you. There's nothing that no one does a film like Sam Raimi. I don't think even watching. Mm-hmm. I watched Drag Me to Hell recently, and same thing. Like that's a Sam Raimi film. Yeah. Sam Raimi. I I will say like. Bruce Campbell is is good in this, but the characters aren't as interesting mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not the Bruce Campbell we know and love. I think that be, that comes later. Yeah, um, he's very straight in this. Yeah, but yeah. Even that being said, you don't really care about the characters because they turn into these demons by like halfway through, right? Well, and it does yeah. have the great where they go into the basement and they find yeah. the book bound in human flesh. And he starts and, listening to the recording. Yeah, like, the tape recorder. And that sounds so creepy. The, the actual um, mm-hmm. voice. That's what awakens the yeah. evil. Yeah, this. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give a spoiler. This isn't. Yeah. On my, my yeah, I, knew, I knew it wouldn't be. But uh, yeah, you I, didn't you didn't love it? I don't think. Right? I I don't. L- well, you don't love Sam Raimi. Yeah, I don't love Sam. Ra- so yeah. there's something. Oh, man. So, but I also agree. He's 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 Sam Raimi. He's yeah. exactly he's he's a true auteur, and I think he's incredibly skilled and inventive 
but there's always something that kind of leaves me a little bit cold. But you say all of these yeah. things, and I'm st- thinking about the movie. I'm like, oh, I should go back and watch yeah. this again. Because it's, it's a great October. One fucking yeah. cool scene, even with the girls, like they're doing the uh, cards. Like, what do you think it is? It's a seven of hearts. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. And she's like busting her balls too. And then the demons, like Jack of Clubs, Queen of Spades. Seven and and then like she turns yeah. into a demon. Oh, such a well, and I love this scene. is the first two which you get to see in all his yeah. films going forward, where like the demon pops up, yeah, and it's kind of floating and with it its, its uh, arms yeah. kind of limp and everything, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's one of those films like once it starts, like ten minutes in, like it doesn't waste any time mm-hmm. on plot or character. It's like these people are in the car going up to the cabin. They get to the mm-hmm. cabin. And pretty much right away, something weird happens. Well, the uh, bench stops like shaking once they walk in. Yeah. It's like a haunted house. And then the woman's possessed while she's mm. right. Like, all this happens within the first 10 minutes. And then it's just like nonstop insanity. And even the atmosphere in this is so fucking oh, cool. It's you great, got the yeah. fog coming out through the, all the leaves and shit like that. And, and the know. lights coming through the ground yeah. as the, the, whatever it is, the evil is rising. Yeah. So that's my 75. 75. My number 75 is. Sorry, from- you're. you're this year oh sorry yeah you're right yeah. you skipped ahead yeah, yeah. come on buddy no. i know i was thinking this you're gonna still 76. have to say you're 75 okay. just hold your horses <laughs> okay uh, my number 75 from 1935 james wales the bride of frankenstein oh sweet so uh this is uh you know one of the universal monster yeah. movies this is the sequel to frankenstein i feel like this one though uh improves on on everything i i, I feel like mm. i like in the first one i, I like this the sets seem even Set. richer um the monster Ka- himself karloff seems more uh comfortable in the role but mm. also able to show a lot more shades of of longing and, mm. and sensitivity in every scene while still being the monster and the monster uh it, who might at any moment just Kill anybody. Out with that blind Willie McTell who plays that fiddle so well. <laughs> yes, uh, I love that scene. Uh, the uh, with with the blind man. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, there's not a lot. It's it's classic now. It, it's yeah. been parried in and shown in so many different. This ways. This is the one with the uh, tiny yes fairies. Uh, or, I hate that scene, which is kind of weird. <laughs> I feel like one scene yeah. ruins this for you. No, it's t- again like I Frankenstein's monster is one of my favorite monsters. Mm-hmm. Both of his movies I really like, but I don't love them. There's there's something missing in both of them. Uh, I even, I love the do- the evil doctor mm-hmm. uh, in this. Like yeah. he's he's a great villain, and it kind yeah. of takes away like Colin Clive is okay as as Henry Frankenstein in in both the original and this, but the more. Uh, focus is, is on Petroni- Plat- or- uh, Petronius. Petronius. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a real kind of battle going on um, for for what Frankenstein is, and 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 the bride looks incredible, and yeah. and uh, her her coming into yeah. the world is is a perfect way to kind of bring this. I don't know. It's just like a, it's a nut- perfect conclusion. It's a perfect conclusion, and it's another way of Frankenstein getting just, screwed. Yeah, it's got to get it screwed. Yeah, over and over and over again. Hey, can we spoil like a uh, yeah this eighty-five came- year old movie? And this came out in like the the stories. Yeah, even longer than that. So um, yeah, it's I, I'm going to continue to force feed myself that one. Like I am yeah. Frankenstein every year. I keep on watching this film over and over again, hoping that it's going to eventually. I, again, it, there's. I think I still liked it. There was a lot to like about it. I just didn't. Yeah, you you still gave it. I like think a, like seven or seven and a half. Yeah, even. Mm-hmm. it just um, it's just yeah. There's something missing in each of those flicks. But I, I again, Frankenstein's monster 
if I'm doing like top ten monsters, he's probably top three or whatever. Yeah. I love and Karloff makes him more than just makeup. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. There's there's a lot of great emotional scenes in uh, in the sequel. There, it is. It's more comedic too. Um, so I do find the yeah. first one works better as the gothic horror film. And the second one's maybe the overall better film. Mm-hmm. Um, just bigger and, you know, more budget and more to it, I guess. Uh, yeah, my name is 75. We just talked about Evil Dead. So, Matt, uh, you're 74. 74. I've struggled putting this on my list, but every time I thought about it, it kept climbing up and up and up. Poor, 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 <laughs> poor. No, I, it's a horror movie, but it's, I don't know, it's more than that Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, interesting. It is a horror, right? But it's not quite slasher. It's not quite a haunted house. I, I can't. It's I a would demon, but it's a comedy as well. But it's not like a comedy making fun of horror movies. It's an odd one to choose as a horror, but it is so fucking good. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, there's so many great elements to this movie. The monsters look great. The actual Beetlejuice himself. I, the, uh, so I'll, 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 I'll spoil yeah. again. This isn't on my list, but the only mm-hmm. reason it's not is because I didn't have time to rewatch and I was unsure if I would categorize it. Yeah. So, again, the way I mean? the, the way I looked into it is like, not just, a, it has a monster, so but that doesn't necessarily mean yeah. so. But to me, there's a lot of like, the score kind of has, the the look, the the sets and everything, there's a lot of elements outside of that that make it a horror mm-hmm. film for me. Um, it's but not like, just the creature. Even the fact that like, if you commit suicide in this life, you're going to be a civil servant for the rest of like your afterlife. Like, that's such a cool touch in this movie. There's, yeah. And this movie yeah. is filled with these cool touches. So... I don't know. It's it's I love this it's movie. and the, a great tons of great performances. The sand worms look amazing. Like yeah. all the monsters, all the set pieces, the uh, snake with the Beetlejuice head on it. It's cool, but they made toys about it. But I don't know. So yeah, it's my seventy. There's another movie that's beyond my list. Later. There, there was another one I'll be talking about later today. I'm like, well, should I put this on or not? And and, so. and it, but I had got to see it recently, and I was yeah. like, it's totally a horror yeah. movie. But. Hmm. Uh, uh, we'll get there. A Tim Burton one, interesting. Not a Tim Burton one. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, because Ed Wood's a great movie, but I wouldn't consider that. Yeah, I wouldn't movie. either. No. It's, it's about making a horror film. Well, yeah, a horror film it is, yeah. That's a great fucking movie, though. Tim Burton, man, it's so sad yeah. what happened. Like, I'm just thinking about, like, that guy, there's, like, five really amazing, like, eight and a half, if not more, films that he's done. And I don't want to say any of them because some of them may be on my list. But um, yeah, he's not just horror, but like just in mm-hmm. general, he was so good. Like in the eighties and early nineties, it's a shame what happened to him. Now he's doing like all these shitty. I don't even know what shit he's doing. <laughs> Disney like wasn't didn't he do Dumbo? Yeah, and, yeah. And then he did like action. that superhero kind of thing. Like I don't fuck that. I don't want to see that. Give me like him doing his cool designs, yeah. gothic sets, all that cool shit he used to do that we, we don't get anymore. And, Bring back Pee Wee. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'd love to see him do a, mm-hmm. a Pee Wee again. Um, but Pee Wee, but he's like angry and he wants revenge. He's got like an eye patch and like he's coming <laughs> for it. Well, they were doing something like that. But yeah, anyways, we don't want to get yeah. too much off track. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so number uh, seventy four for me is from nineteen fifty three, House of Wax. This oh, is the Vincent sweet. Price oh, nice. vehicle. Um, it's basically like an artist driven. Uh, to madness by grief yeah. for his mm. for his art. Well, and greed too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and and also uh, greed, and um, it it has a uh, a price performance. Well, still over the top, similar to what when we were talking about in Doctor Fives, mm-hmm. but but this you get more of the normal Vincent Price you're expecting, yeah. but a lot of different shades of mm-hmm. it. Uh, and I love how the story moves on. I love the set piece of. Oh, 
the actual the wax, wax museum. The, the, that museum, opening yeah. where the wax museum burns, burns down the ground. is one yeah. of the best horror that's set. Awesome. Like, yeah, it, that's so good. I, I will say that this one didn't make my list, but it, it was like 101 or 102. <laughs> like, I, I was so... This is one that hurt me to leave off, so I'm so happy. I didn't think yeah. anyone would include that. I'm so happy you did. I, I love it, and it's one of my favorite Price films. Again, Price has so many, and it's like, do I fill yeah. it with them? You know, it's and there's some I didn't get to revisit, and yeah, it's it's a great one though. Yeah, it's uh, I, I I love and it. I love the idea of him murdering people and then using that as the skeleton for the wax sculptures. Yeah, uh, it's such a cool, so cool gory idea, right? Which I think that the remake even it. The remake has its issues, uh, Paris Hilton, and you know there's yeah. there's some stuff I hate about it, but there's some great stuff again just mm-hmm. with that where they they peel off the the wax and the the, the fucking yeah. dead bodies underneath, and and I think that when they had a whole the whole building's made of wax, so it goes on fire and the whole thing's melting. Melting. Yeah. Like, there there's some cool stuff I'm seeing. I'm, I I kind of want to revisit that one, even though I remember you yeah, know like those you know. the first twenty minutes are fucking tough. Yeah, but I think once rough. you get past that, but yeah, no, that that it's a that's a great choice. Um. My number 74. It's the first choice Kyle's liked on my whole list. <laughs> so like, either yeah. I've got stuff too high, too, too low, low, or shouldn't be yeah. on here. All That's yeah. exactly where it should no, be. No, it's, it's the first film on your list I've actually fucking heard of. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I just had The Bride of Frankenstein, no, Reanimator, Curse kidding, of the Demon, no. Prince no, you, of Darkness, yeah, you've, Near Dark. Those have been my you're, last you're, ones. This is a pretty fun fit. You're going with a fun list so far. <laughs> yeah. You're a fun guy. Oh, know. never mind. <laughs> yeah. You can come on the show anytime the you want. The next 10 though are going to be some No, again, I like that. Though. I like that we have variety because there's people that are going to hate my list and there's people that are going to love yours. We're kind of, it's good that we all have our own, you know, it'd be boring if we all just had 80s fucking films on our list. Um, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, <laughs> speaking of 80s, <laughs> my number 74. Killer clown, wow, 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 from outer, outer space. space. <laughs> nice. Um, the classic from the Dickies, a great uh, music yeah. video, actually. Uh, this film, again, when I when I talk of why I love the 80s, this film kind of is encompassed oh, it yeah. all because it's a film that would never be made these days. It's like, so wait, they're clowns from outer space, that and they come and they, they're going to- Turn sh- people into cotton candy? Cotton candy cocoons. And they're going to shoot people with popcorn guns. Like, it, it's just, there's so many, it's just insane. And it's it all ridiculous, works so. yeah. yeah. But, but it works so well. There's like a great moment where he does like a shadow puppet with a T-Rex, but it actually eats the guy. Yeah. There's like, he puts on the boxing gloves and knocks it. There's so many great kills. Um, balloon animals attacking people, chasing people. Um, it's directed by the uh, Chiodos brothers, who I guess are probably most famous for doing effects. Like, they, mm-hmm. they created the critters. Actually, speaking of Pee-wee, they did the large Marge. Oh, awesome. Um, animation scene. Did they direct anything else? I think this I, was it. We I, I were talking about this did. last I think they October. Did like, yeah. They were supposed to do a sequel, and, and actually, fucking Disney, I just read that they were going to actually, Fox actually had signed off and decided they were going to let them do a sequel, and then Disney bought Fox and canned like oh, 200 films, and this was one of them. Um, fucking Disney. <laughs> Another way, reason to hate them. Um, but they, they did the trolls and Ernest Scared Stupid. But yeah, and, and tons of like, a lot of those like stop motion um animations and shows and movies and stuff mm-hmm. they did so and creature designs uh which makes sense because the clowns in this are the reason are to watch the amazing movie. design i love the look of them uh it's just yeah it's just a fun silly movie i mean yeah. you, you know what you're getting into from the title there there is it's weird though because there is there's some the comedy elements too like where the guys are kind of uh riding an ice cream truck yeah, through yeah, town yeah, trying yeah. to score with the uh <laughs> what were, they were, there was an insulting word for the girls they were trying to score with i forget what it was I forget, though yeah 
Yeah. Um, but there, but there are some. That's probably better. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's something to leave for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> there are some scary moments in there. Like, mm. there's a one scene where there's like the that um, the evil kind of sheriff guy who's like the mm-hmm. dick that doesn't believe any of this and wants mm-hmm. to think every you know it's all a ruse. But they they come and kill him, and there's a great scene where they kind of puppeteer him like a, a yeah. dummy ventriloquist, which is is very creepy. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is just like another movie that's great to throw on with some. Buddies yeah. and some beer and some pizza, um, and it's just yeah, it's fun, silly hour and a half of of an just pure joy. Uh, that's my seventy four. That's an awesome pick, man. Uh, seventy three. We just talked about this. House of the Devil. How cool is this movie? Amazing movie. Yeah. So I don't know what else we can say that I haven't said. You then like the um, read what you got on your notes, there, Matty. <laughs> Uh, this is a, a nice utopian piece about the, <laughs> uh, the, the class struggle between the uh, the uneducated uh, students and the uh, higher epilogue of society, which is going through. <laughs> well played. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. House of the Devil. Fucking it's, awesome. It's weird. We didn't have now like this episode. We've had yeah. a lot of double. We still, we still haven't had one that's uh, on all three. Our list, no. so. yeah. um, uh, well, I, I don't know what you guys are going to think about where I'm placing this one. Um, but we're going to find out. Uh, so from 1973, The Exorcist. <gasps> yeah, it's a little low. And is not, it's 73, we finally got a double one. I didn't even notice that. 70, oh, sweet. Yeah, we're <laughs> done. <laughs> See you next week, folks. Uh, yeah, so I this is one I, I, I'd seen forever ago, mm. barely remembered, um, but I always thought, like, before I rewatched, I thought it was going to be really top of my list. Yeah, the opening's a little bit wobbly. You know, the opening is a bit boring. Like the first like ten fifteen minutes is like they're when they're going for like the Pazuzu uh, statue. Yeah. And I'm like, oh wow, who cares? <laughs> like, and, and it really doesn't tie yeah, into anything. It, it just is. And then it, but then once it gets yeah. back, it's awesome. It is, it, and it's so good. And and Linda Blair is is. Crazy good as the crazy kid. Crazy how good she is as like a kid, right? Like she. The transformation the is yeah. aw- is awesome. Even like the party scene mm-hmm. and everything that's going on. You're gonna uh, die up there. Yeah, <laughs> Ellen Bernstein, <laughs> it, it, you know, is really mm-hmm. showing off. Uh, kind of like how sh- how she could be so charming and everyone mm-hmm. would like her, but uh, also how she's just like falling apart as a person. Yeah. I think I think she's incredible. Like I mm-hmm. think that's one of the best horror performances. Yeah, it's ever. it's an, an amazing horror performance. Uh and then you get Lee Lee uh Jacob um who who comes in as the detective who I I absolutely love in this uh, you know yeah. George C. Scott is is a yeah. great replacement but, but yeah. uh you know wasn't no slouch there as well. But here's the thing for me. So I'm I'm sold. I'm like I forgot about the beginning. Who the yeah. fuck cares? Maybe that comes back in, and I, I'll care about this again. And then you get to the actual exorcism, and I just don't care that much. I, I like this is the, the 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 power of Christ doesn't compel yeah. me. Oh no. <laughs> uh, and I think it's it it it, it maybe is just. Um, I, there's a lot of cool things that happen in there, but we've seen most of those things from Linda Blair already in and, other scenes. Uh, yeah, I guess the head scene and yeah, you, you but, get a, you yeah. get you get a bunch of the, it those blows aspects. It's too early, is what you're saying. I, I think so. Yeah, and and I just don't find you know Kyle talked about supernatural stuff mm-hmm. being kind of 
worn out by that. I think some of the religious horror stuff is I, I just in the same way doesn't doesn't really connect in the same way. Mm. That being said, so much is fucking amazing about yeah. it. Uh, that it's undeniable so, that's a great movie. You say the first 50 minutes you didn't like and the last 50 minutes you didn't like? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. And everything in the middle is probably like great. potentially a top. Did you watch the uh, the director's cut that came out in like a 20? No, I watched the theatrical cut. Yeah. Um, so you didn't see the spider walk? And, and honestly, like, no, I didn't see the yeah. spider walk, but I've seen the spider walk. It's fucking before. awesome, right? Um, but I do, um, like even when... He's coming up to the house and they're about to start because mm-hmm. Max von Sydow is yeah, incredible. Great, like, right? he's, he's so cool. That's why it also mm-hmm. th- makes me feel like, why don't I love this more? Yeah. Um, but I love everything else. <laughs> like he shows up there and that is that silhouette image that they use. That in all is the- iconic, right? It, like it, that's it gets you, uh, you yeah. going. And and the uh, the other thing I thought there'd be more of during that section was the score, which is the tubular bell stuff, yeah. which is incredible. Um. It's almost a precursor to what Carpenter yeah. uh, eventually does with, with Halloween. Anyways. Cool. Kyle shuts up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know it's on his list later on. Oh, yeah. That's a nice one. <laughs> Sexy. So um, my number 73 is going to be one that I think might be on Maddie's. Um, and it's one that Adam hates. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what could it be? From 2003... Rob Zombie's House of 1000 Corpses. Oh, awesome. This is a movie that, like, I didn't love it at first either, but it, it just keeps on growing. You and Danny actually kept yeah. on, like, pumping it up. And I was always like, really? Like, that? Uh, I remember being kind of weird and stuff, but not really digging it. But the last couple of times, I don't know. It's just been working for I think it's just, like, this smorgasbord. It's just kind of messy of, like... But there's it's there's all it looks great like there's yeah. so many color so much color the edits are all weird and crazy it's like he's chaotic constantly, it's like a, it's like a, like you mentioned a music video it's like it goes to like black and white footage and it goes to this like color drain footage mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's all over the place and it's just really weird unsettling um, it's unsettling. nightmarish yeah I think the, the characters are all memorable I mm-hmm. mean you have Captain Spaulding Sid Haig Bill Mosley. Yeah. Sherry, like he he yeah. brought those two guys like those guys yeah. hadn't done movies since like the sixties or seventies at least yeah. that people were talking about. He brings it back. Those guys are huge movie stars now. Everyone yeah. has an action figure of Sid Haig as uh, uh, Captain Spaulding or, yeah. or uh, you know Bill Mosley. He has a huge career now. He's doing like yeah. well huge in the horror community in that he's doing you know a couple <laughs> movies every year. Sherry Moon is in there, which you know, um, Karen Black is in there as the mother of Firefly. So if you haven't seen this movie, it's a Firefly family. It's pretty much like a, a, I guess a, a bit of it's got a bit of text chain, some mask in there. But these people end up. It opens up actually, which is this great scene where they're in. They go through this fun house of serial killers, which is really cool. But then they end up um, going off on a whatever road. They want to find Doctor Satan. Yeah, they're trying to find the the uh, Doctor Satan, and they end up in this house. And then it's just these characters kind of tormenting them and just yeah, in cruel and unusual ways. Just, Evil, evil people. This is normally not... It's kind of funny because I say my lists are fun, <laughs> but I think this one and... Is it the next one? Or like it my is two kind of, of fun, right? Like, it, it's But it, it's, it's, it's really disturbing. It's disturbing. Like, there's a lot but, of fucked up stuff in it. Oh, yeah, but... In, in it. And, like, I, I don't know, but, yeah, it has a... It just looks great. There's a lot of great set pieces. There's a really cool... The finale is awesome where they go, like, in the underground crypt, mm-hmm. and there's all this, like, labyrinth of tunnels and stuff and all, like, the fucked up stuff she sees down yeah. there. Um Rain Wilson gets turned into a mermaid. Merman. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. There's something about it that 
it disturbs me and it and it just works on it, it kind of has that like you're either gonna love or hate that editing style yeah it's kind of like the national born killers editing style that oliver stone did which i didn't like but maybe i need to revisit that because this film i don't remember liking and it's kind of growing on me but yeah, I don't know. I it's just uh it's just a fucked up, disturbing, scary movie. There's few movies mm-hmm. that like get you on know, that like a uh, level. That's the two where they're leaving. That's the and only like thing the with this movie. And, like, I, I think I was expecting to be. It didn't disturb me or scare me. It just that those just annoyed you. You don't have like this <laughs> yeah. tension. Like right when they go into the, the funhouse, you know something's up, and well, then they're getting led down to with this insane like uh they're robbing the uh, chicken joint. Of like a clown's chicken joint, and the clown pulls a, a knife on the guy, and the guy pulls a gun on the clown. It's just so fucking weird, right? Yeah. I think, like, this is what Rob Zombie does best. He's, yeah. These horrible, dirty, grimy, despicable mm. characters. I don't want to see him ever do, uh, you know, a, a, a horror movie set in suburban neighborhoods ever again. Yeah. Um, although he is, I guess, doing the monsters, the monsters. Um, which makes no fucking sense. But uh, yeah, I don't know. This this that film makes is, um, no fucking <laughs> sense. Him doing the monsters. Well, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Apparently, it might he is be a big awesome. fan. Like he owns, like doesn't he own one of the original, the Dragula yeah. car or whatever? Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. But I, yeah, I don't know if yeah. he, if he turns it into his. I think if, if you're if you can get into that editing style, that's the whole, that's the key yeah. with him and everything I've seen of him. Even like uh, what's that? The witches. But th- this film doesn't. Oh. This is the, really the only film that has this. He doesn't do this crazy editing in Devil's Rejects or Lords of Salem. Not or of Salem. not as as. But he still like edits like a music video director most of yeah. the time. Uh, I could see that actually. This is the, definitely his most experimental. Yeah. Though. This is like doing whatever the fuck he wants. I love these movies. It's thrown. Like I found a lot of that kind of disturbing though. Like it would cut mm-hmm. and then it cuts and you're seeing like him carving up a cheerleader. Yeah. Or like just weird old footage and I, I don't know the way he blended or real serial killer stuff. Yeah. Like the way he blended all just I don't know. It just fucks with my head and it's not a movie you I would think I would ever like and I didn't. Um, but yeah, you, you guys, came around. Uh, you guys turned me, and it's it's also I I I know like it has a huge yeah. following. Uh, yeah, like those those characters are all everyone loves Devil's Rejects even more. It probably is a better film, but I, I kind of like yeah. the the insanity of this one, whereas that is more of like just a gritty road trip movie, road trip kind of crime torture film. This is just pure insanity Chaos. on screen. Like it doesn't. It's just let's th- keep on throwing whatever and and see what sticks. And uh, I, I just think it works. And again, I, I love the colors of this. I, he does. After this point, he went for that kind of seventies gritty, mm-hmm. drained out look. This is the only film that he's put out that's like so Vibrant. colorful. It's like there's there's reds and greens and blues mm-hmm. in every scene. I which, almost uh, feel I like it's just because there it, there's not that much control in this one, to be honest. But like, yeah, but that, sometimes that, that could be it. But that's yeah, sometimes yeah. good in yeah. horror movies. We'll probably talk about some horror mm. movies that don't have control, and that's the the main element that's driving it to be a great film. Yeah. So I, I, I will eventually rewatch this. Rewatch this. It e- is a great one yeah. to watch. Oh, that's the thing too. I forgot it does. Kyle was right. I hated this movie. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I like viscerally hated this movie. But I, I do feel like in five, six years, maybe I go back to it, maybe Check there's it out. something there because of that. You have to admit, like the Doctor Satan and everything, all that stuff looks great. All the costumes and everything are kind of cool. Um, yeah. and uh, yeah, and it's sorry, it is Sid Haig. I, I like, yeah. I liked, uh, yeah, like, there's elements that I like. I just, I, I, the all together didn't do it for By him. the end of the movie, I, I remember being like, <laughs> fuck this movie. Run, I, I, rabbits, I, well, run. <laughs> it's, it's so, it's so not a fun film though. Like, there's, yeah. kind of, like, 
that was the thing. The women are getting was, like tortured and yeah. raped and like cheerleaders. Like, it wasn't you know, fun, but happened. I also wasn't like scared dist- or disturbed yeah. or yeah. feeling anything. I yeah, I, if, if if you're not feeling one or the other, you yeah. either love those characters and find them fun, or you're like me where you watch this and I actually find this film so fucking disturbing. Yeah. It, it does something that it gets is under- disturbing. Then, it's then I think I, I could see you not liking it for sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think there's not much. Again, I don't think there's too many films like this. I'm not. I know everyone says, "Oh, it's a ripoff of Text Chainsaw Massacre." The basic kind of like, yeah, they go to a family of. I do think it's a, a, a like. I think again, it does. Its it own does thing. have its own thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Even if it is a messy, <laughs> yeah, thing, it, it it's still its own thing. Maddie, you're number seventy-two. Uh, we've talked about this before. Uh, Doctor Fives, the abominable Doctor oh, Fives. Oh, cool. How slick is this movie? Like, everything about this is so cool and stylistic, which I love. I love the fact that he speaks through, like, a voice box megaphone. I love that his uh, windows in his car has the uh, drawings of pictures. I love the uh, TikTok band, how it's, like, not clowns, but puppets playing instruments as he's conducting his organ. It's so cool. It's so fun with the uh, Lieutenant, uh, what was his name? Lieutenant Toad? Lieutenant Frog? He has oh a weird God. name, yeah, like that. I love He's, the scene where they find the dead body that got like the spear through whatever, mm-hmm. and it's 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 in the background, so it's yeah. not like you have to kind of look for it. But they're trying to get him down. If you look yeah. in the background, you actually see him. They're turning it upside down. Yeah, <laughs> they're turning awesome. him. Yeah, it's a funny yeah. little gag that you can kind of see in the background there. Yeah, it's a like you said, it's a perfect mix of like it does the comedy. Yeah. But then it does have that heart to it, and it, it has some. It, it's heartbreaking know, yeah. in a lot of ways. It's so. It ends in such a heartbreaking yeah. way. Uh, and I, I I like Joseph Cotton in this. We I didn't yeah. mention uh, uh, J- Joseph Cotton when I talked about it, but mm-hmm. classic actor that's just kind of getting to come in there and be like, oh, "I'm a grumpy guy. Yeah. My life hasn't turned out the way I want it to." Kind of deal. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, it's awesome, and it is so visually appealing as well. Like oh, yeah. it looks so shiny. Is <laughs> the only word I can think of. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's got a ton of style. That's it. Mm-hmm. I, that's what we're kind of missing in, in horror films these mm-hmm. days. I feel like everything is always has that like drained out look, or it's like mm-hmm. so much post. Like you're missing those big, colorful sets in in, in horror movies these days. Yeah, even when he I goes into like his coffin, it's like the uh, sun setting in the background. What's the uh, gold sunset? It's mm-hmm. fucking cool, and older, man. like kind of respected actors. And I mm-hmm. mean, even if those guys maybe were kind of moving to second tier at that time yeah, like it was still, matter, they still you know it act. wasn't teen yeah. actors all the time i don't know i, I miss horror of, of mm-hmm. that age. back in my day which even though that was a couple of years before yeah back in your day <laughs> it was like paris hilton was starring in movies <laughs> house of wax. I, I actually saw house of wax in theaters yeah we actually went together okay, there you okay go. i think i've seen more movies with you than i have with my actual wife in theaters <laughs> well i've known you for longer uh, that's true i've known you longer maddie i <laughs> yeah, knew you before yeah. you she you knew her okay fair enough <laughs> Adam, your number 72. My number 72 is from 1961, Taste of Fear. This is the Hammer production um, starring uh, Susan Strasberg and Ann Todd, who's a famous kind of actress from the 1940s and 50s, and Christopher Lee as as well. Um, this, I you know, I, I've, I've watched a ton of Hammer over... Over this period, and I th- I think this is my favorite Hammer film to date. Um, wow. I uh, yeah I I just loved. I don't even think I've seen this. To be quite honest uh, with you, which is crazy. I just think it's it's got a great atmosphere with like very rich black and white uh, 
photography. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a kind of compelling mystery and and some truly unsettling sequences. What's for it me. about? So it's about this this uh, woman who whose mother has just passed away, and also her caretaker, basically and best friend, because she's in a wheelchair, and she's now going to go live with her father who she is, hasn't seen in about a decade. She gets there, meets the new father's wife, and, and the, you know, the chauffeur brings her there. And, but her father's away. Not there to greet her. Seems kind of weird. Mm. Like, they haven't met. He's been writing her and saying how, how much he's been wanting to reconnect. Um, and then right when she gets in there, it starts being a little bit strange. They're in this, this house. It's in this beautiful house. I think it's in France that, by the cliffs. And it's, yeah. it's got like a... A, a well outside, a well pool almost, and then a summer house in the background. The summer house, they're just keeping old antiques, and and she sees a light that, that's on, on there. So she goes out. She wheels herself out there. She can barely see anything because when she's there- What's she going to do? There, she can't really tell what's going on. And then all of a sudden, she looks up, and it's her father in this kind of like terrifying um, pose. It, it it got me. It was like I'm hooked. I I want to know You're what's in. going on. And she 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 then the light goes out. He's gone. She can't see anything. No one wants to believe her. They got the doctor coming to see her. They think, you know, yeah, she's, she's hysterics, losing her mind, and that's the whole kind of big thing about it. Um, yeah. So I don't want to go to it anymore. But uh, greed does definitely dominate as a scene, and so does what's insane and what's not insane. Mm. Um, uh, I loved all the performances. I thought Susan Strasberg, who I, you know, she's most famous for her parents, who started. Um, oh, they're they're basically the people that started method acting. Okay, uh, uh, Lee Strasberg and I can't remember her mother's name now, which is terrible. But um, yeah, I, I I I loved it. I can't wait to watch it again. What, was it Christina Method? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know Kyle didn't like this one as, as much, but... Uh, yeah, I, it might be the opposite. It might be my least favorite that I've seen Hammer. But it, yeah. I didn't oh. hate it. I, I didn't like the story. Like, once you it's revealed what's going on, I I was kind of like, that's dumb. But um, I love the last 20 minutes point, of the mo- movie as okay. well. Yeah, I love the what where, what the reveal is. I, I love when... There's so there's many moments great that don't pieces. make sense, and we, we can talk about it. At a different time, maybe yeah. Go out the cover on the show or something, yeah. Because um, there's, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Don't spoil it because I'll, uh, yeah. You should you check should, it out one of these. Like you days. said, it, it does look good. Like I think it's definitely. It looks great, and it, it keeps one it, of the best looking like Hammer movies because Hammer is known for its like well looking movies, right? Like they have atmosphere. Yeah, like there's a ton of atmosphere mm-hmm. in it, um, and and for me, like I don't know, it, it it kind of in in some ways follows a little bit of a Hitchcock tradition as well, like. Maybe there there might be a little a few plot holes, but who cares? Yeah. Um, I I enjoyed it. Her dad's name was McGuffin. <laughs> I I think it out of the, <laughs> I think out of all. Hopefully everybody <laughs> catches that one. Uh, I think out of a lot of the the movies I've seen in the last year, if we were doing our dis- top ten discoveries, this would be, will be. Uh, this would be on there. Awesome uh, as well. So cool. Um, Which we will be. He's 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 said it yeah, here, folks. Yeah. We're going to do top ten discoveries. <laughs> I don't know if we're doing top ten of the year. But we're <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Know. Uh, Seventy-two for me. Uh, continuing with the unrelenting, disturbing horror films from two thousand and six. Alexander Aja's Hills Have Eyes remake. Um, this is one of the few remakes that I think is actually superior to the original. And everyone says, oh, you know, there's a lot of remakes that are better. 
And then people bring up, bring up the blob and the fly, the thing. Yeah. Those are from the 80s. I'm talking like modern remakes. Yeah. There's not too many like good ones. Piranha. <laughs> Prana, yeah, is one of the few good ones too. But um, and we've already yeah. decided Wes Craven's a hack, right? Like that. that, that uh, yeah, you heard yeah, it here well, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would say hack, but I I don't have the same connection to his films that a lot of people do. I think they're all fine. I don't. I can't say I love. I'd have to really think about any of his films, but. Um, anyways, we're not talking about his film. We're talking about the Superior Remake by Alexander <laughs> The far Asia. superior remake of so, Wes Craven's Jet Pile. That was Hell's <laughs> What I love about this one is, one, the mutants are just fucking disturbing looking. They all have their own unique personality, mm-hmm. which is really disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, the backstory they created where, uh, you know, the government was testing, uh, doing nuclear testing on what these abandoned a mines. cool opening for this movie, yeah. right? What's well, like all? It's all like real footage. Yeah, and stuff, isn't real it? Yeah. footage and like uh, newspaper clippings and all that uh, from the yeah. testing of a. Uh, and this is a film, yeah. so I don't want to say too much, but pretty much, I'll, I'll say, th- from the point where the dad gets tied to a cactus and lit on fire, crucified is a better does not word for it. <laughs> fucking stop, and it doesn't like that. That and that yeah. sequence that, that happens. Scene, r- the RV scene that might be the most disturbing insane. scene. Insane, ever. right? Like, there's, like, there's, 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 there's women abuse, murder. Yeah. Uh, rape, holding a fucking gun to a baby's head, yeah. uh, and and uh, and another fucking terrible like that is mm-hmm. that scene, man. It, it um that sticks with you, but the good thing that comes out of that is you know that we're gonna get a great revenge, and we do get some really amazing revenge scenes. The awesome. violence is insane in this movie. It's all really well done. I believe it was practical effects. I mean, if there was mm-hmm. CGI, it was just to enhance it because it, it all holds it all, up. Well. It, don't really yeah, notice the CGI. I, I don't think it, if if there was, yeah, you don't. It's notice just it. like it's raw and powerful. The the mm-hmm. violence and and it's it's amazing. And um, you want to see these old folk get it? Yeah, I yeah, I don't really have too much to say. It's just it's that. Oh, um, this is oh, one man. I haven't gone back. Uh, just because it is such a fucking unrelenting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I remember also like thinking it, it was really freaking well done and I remember yeah. there's a lot of hate for this movie at, at the same time anytime I, there's a remake it usually gets like shit I think, on I right? think over the years like I think it's considered like I think a lot of people actually do agree that it's one of this, the better remakes like I see this on, on best remakes high up on a lot, of, a lot of lists up there like I think there's like this Texas Chainsaw Massacre that people like in Prana yeah. I don't know if there's anything else I'm missing The Ring mm-hmm. I guess maybe oh yeah maybe someone likes the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake? I, I, like, it seems the, weird, I like the right? remake. I like the remake. Yeah. Which Ooh. one? The, uh, I don't know. The beginning that. or whatever it is? No, the, well, the beginning's fine, yeah. too. The beginning is just insane violence. It's one of the reasons you're watching the beginning. The, anyway. Hey, do you guys think, this is way off topic, do you think if I started referring to Mountain Dew as hillbilly milk, I'd get in trouble? <laughs> 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 Anyways. No, I'm going to encourage that. <laughs> yeah. uh, 71, Hellraiser. How fucking cool is this story about this uh, box that will unlock the demons of hell to drag you to find your most intimate pleasures and pain? And these Cenobites look so cool. Yeah, the, even the um, tale of this uh, philandering wife trying to hook up with the uh, her brother-in-law. Yeah. So she's murdering people in the house to well, get she's, them. She's the villain. It's not the Cenobites. Oh, no, 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 no. She is definitely yeah, the yeah, villain yeah, in this. No. And the actual like guy, he's all like, uh, you just see like the sinew he's, and the he's muscle. also the villain. Well, yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's shitty as the, well. The brother-in-law, but he's like the scorpion on top of the uh, the toad's back. He's gonna sting you because he's a fucking scorpion. Is what he is. Right. So so he's just kind of a dick. You know, the woman's <laughs> in control of that relationship. Yeah. she's the boss. Yeah. But anyways, the effects look so cool. The fact that she's taking these like strange men up to their house and like 
beating them with like hammers and shit like that. So this guy who is just like muscle and sinew can like just scurry up and just, I don't know what he does, eat them? Who knows? Steal their blood? Steal their skin? Who cares? It's awesome. <laughs> I actually, uh, this one didn't make my list. Oh, no? It was a tough one because I Ooh. do really like the first one. It's the most Clive Barker film. Like it's totally, well, yeah. he, he directed it, but... A lot of his stories don't really adapt well, and I think this yeah. one really does. The, the, the style, the look. It's cool, man. The sexual nature of it all. I really like the look of the actual like pinhead himself, yeah. too. looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Super cool. He might be one of my favorite monsters of like modern time, I think. so. This is another film that I didn't love, and like you have always yeah. loved it, and you've, it's, you've kind of pushed on me, and it's yeah. grown on me. Like Every year, I like it more and more. So Again, another one that maybe next time, if we ever did this, it would sneak in there. Yeah. And part two's good, too. It's good yeah, we might be talking about that okay. later. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers! Uh, so my number 71 uh, is from 1939, The Cat and the Canary. Oh, um, shit. I, 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 this was recommended by Kyle yeah. uh, last yeah. October, and I... Love this. I, I, it, so this is basically just like a classic haunted house movie. Mm-hmm. It stars uh, Bob Hope and Paula Goddard and has a great cast of character actors around them. And they all go to this swamp, you know, house, basically house mansion. Have you seen this, man? No, I haven't. I got it for my birthday or Christmas. So I'm going to watch it this Shocktober. It's a perfect Shocktober yeah, movie. That's great. Um, and and it's it's basically like it's so creepy and it's out in the middle of nowhere, and it's just a spooky haunted house movie. Uh, you you've basically got all the tropes: the dark figures moving in shadows, eyes behind the picture frames. Um, but the atmosphere holds it all together, and so does like the lead performances. Paula Goddard in this is is incredible. Like it, like you just you're instantly enraptured by her and her comic timing that she has with Bob Hope. Bob Hope, who I've never really liked that much, is really funny in this. Yeah. Um, I I had a blast with this. It's just a fun. In it, it it is you could argue almost a step away from being a Scooby Doo movie, but it's not. It's be- like yeah, it's better than it's, that. It's better than that. Let's not get crazy here. Yeah. <laughs> There's no Matthew Lillard. Like the Ghost Breakers, which is the the next one they do, is a Scooby Doo movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this one kind of has maybe not Nagatha Christie, but it kind of has that murder mystery feel to it as well. In like an old mansion. Yeah, nobody knows who to yeah. trust and who's mm-hmm. who's actually responsible. Um, and they're all locking their bedroom doors. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It's secret it's, passages. Uh, yeah. All it this does sound amazing. Stuff. It's a perfect yeah, Shocktober movie. Uh, my number seventy one. Uh, I know you guys are probably both going to have Midsummer on your list. Ah, nice. This is not Midsummer. This is what I consider the much more superior version of that kind of story, <laughs> The Wicker Man. Oh yeah, yeah. From nineteen seventy three. They have a lot in common. Uh, this is kind of the, this is for me, the cult mm-hmm. folk horror uh, for me. Uh, this is a British film, uh, stars Edward Woodward, who uh, would is the original equalizer. Um, we got Britt Eklund in there, who was like a Bond girl and whatnot. And you get to really see Britt Eklund in all her glory as she does, <laughs> you know, a five minute nude dance scene. Um, and of course, Chris oh, the, the Dance of a Thousand Boners. <laughs> That's how they call it. What was I watching the other day when they said, like, oh, game show, uh, death row game show? Well, yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> sorry. Well, that, that, Way off topic. Well, it, it kind of works for this film because 
And, yeah, sorry. And you no. got to mention uh, Christopher Lee, of course. Yeah. Argu- arguably one of his best roles uh, as Lord, Lord Samurai. Yeah. Yeah. He's great in this. But what I love about this film is it's so fucking strange, man. Yeah. Like, it is a weird, weird film. And I think in all the, like, the sexuality that that's... You know, pretty much it's about this. He's uh, Wood, um, Edward Woodward's this police sergeant. He's coming to this isolated island to search for this missing girl. And he's really this devout Christian. And he comes to this island and they're just like completely open with sex. Yeah. They are in the bar singing about banging the bar's yeah. daughter. Uh, you know, the, the kids are all like swinging around a tree singing Is a song about people musical? getting it on. It, I, yeah, you could concern me if it's a musical. It might be my favorite musical because there is like like oh, there's, there's a lot of four it. or five like actual numbers. And the right? first time I watched this, I didn't. Yeah. Every time it got its musical, I was like, ah, oh, I like the movie, but you mm-hmm. could have got rid of those. I recently revisited, and it's like, no, all those songs are great because all the lyrics, if you listen to them, they're all so sexual and like yeah. openly like in your face sexual. And I love that the sergeant who's supposed to be like he's not really the hero. He's kind of the dick. He's the guy that's coming on this island and trying to like throw his religious Mor- uh, morality on yeah on, on everyone and judging everyone and trying to like push like my way is the right way yeah. and you guys are sinners Heathens. And, um yeah there, there's just but there's so many like great strange moments and so much stuff in the background that i didn't notice as much and yeah i don't know i did i, did, I had such a, a good time revisiting this one um and and arguably i mean maybe it's been spoiled now but one of the greatest mm-hmm. endings not just in horror history but in yeah, I love when he says the bees, the oh, bees. bees in my head. <laughs> You're thinking um, about the same movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? As crazy as it is, I saw that in theaters, and I don't know. I might have saw it once on DV. Mm-hmm. I've always liked that movie as a serious movie. <laughs> <laughs> because I just saw it as like, yeah. he goes to this island, and there's weird shit happening too, and there's like yeah. a cult, and you don't know who to trust. I never saw it until like later everyone started making and Now when you see clips, yes, maybe his acting is not so great. But that, yeah. that's I'm going to revisit that one this October and see if I can actually enjoy it for a good movie or I'm just going to make fun of it the whole time now. It actually might be fun to do like a double feature, like the actual Wicker Man and the and then uh, that remake. One, yeah. Well, and the, the thing about this movie too, mm-hmm. there's like three different cuts. Some people like really are all about mm-hmm. the theatrical, the extended, and then there's a European. The one, I got the Australian Blu-ray and I think it has all three of them. What did you watch for this? Or choose. I, this one, I, I just stuck with the theatrical cut. Um, there, again, there's both, there's reasons, there's no like really perfect cut because there's some things that like the director's cut extends and there's some great moments but then it ruins kind of some moments from the theatrical cut but yeah i don't know this i i love it and i love the 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 end too where they're uh they're all in the suits and they're doing this weird game where you got to go in between swords and they mm-hmm. slice and you got to hope that you don't slice your head and like he's taking over someone's costume and he's kind of worried they're going to find out who he is and slice his head off mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know it's just it, it works so well like as this call movie but also like again the weirdness like when they go into the the school um and they're teaching the kids and how weird all the kids are mm-hmm. and it's just like no that's just normal these people or even when they go into the the can't the chocolate store that sells chocolate hairs and there's so many weird moments in there and they're putting the toad in the girl's mouth like it's a it's a, it's a movie where like every scene that's like that there's no movies really like this like there's it just every scene kind of stands out as like that's strange and off-putting but it it all it all works um yeah i, I think this is a fantastic movie and again yeah. I, I think it works i gotta give another because i, I couldn't stand as, the numbers like the musical numbers like all right uh, uh watch watch it yeah, again. yeah watch it i again. have to watch it again all, all the lyrics are yeah. like they're so human like the one in the bar yeah. is all of them talking about different ways that they they they're gonna from the back from the, underneath uh, yeah. <laughs> what is it? it's like it's like you know we uh. open up her legs and blah. <laughs> like and then the, the one too where they're singing with the kids around the uh the pole or whatever 
that's all like it starts out about the rabbit, but but then you find out. Then they're talking about like t- the man gets on the woman, and it's like turns oh, into yeah. sex. So and it's so weird because a bunch of kids sing it. It's like the whole movie is full of those, and they all and they all kind of connect to what's going on. But there there is also too a mystery too. Like you find that the, it's known for like um, what are they known for? Their their some some vegetable or fruit or something, mm-hmm. and like he goes there and they don't have any all the crops have dropped. So there, there's other stuff going on too with the, with the mystery and whatnot. But um, yeah. awesome, yeah. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, 70, this might be... Breaking the 70. Higher up on your guys, but uh, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, wow. This movie is fucking insanely awesome, right? Like, yeah. Award-winning performances from like uh, Anthony Hopkins, but I think the real star of the show was uh, Ted Levine as Buffalo Bell. Yeah, Ted and Levine's incredible. He gets Ted no Levine, credit. Yeah, Ted Levine in, in general is, mm. whenever he's in something, I'm always like... Okay, he's a guy, right? Yeah. Like, wasn't he like a great big fat lady? <laughs> he's got such a deep voice that's like a commanding. But I think it shows yeah. you how good like everyone is in yeah. that movie. That he's so good, and he gets overshadowed by how good Jodie Foster yeah. and yeah, and she's she's unbelievable yeah. in it as well. Yeah. This um, movie it takes you on a journey, and it's awesome. You think about Hannibal Lecter, like all right, he's kind of become a parody because there's so much uh, yeah. watered down. But this movie. Is so good. I I do, I do think uh, I, the last time I had watched this before my recent re- mm-hmm. rewatch was around. It, it was after Hannibal and after Red Dragon, but I still yeah. had the stink of those movies yeah, on like, me. Or like, like the Hannibal Rising, Hannibal High, or <laughs> I don't, whatever it, it is. I never got that far. Hannibal Babies. <laughs> Hannibal <laughs> Babies, I, I, I do appreciate. Um, but uh, yeah, so the, I think there is. Now removed from that, and I'm never going to yeah. watch fucking yeah, or Red Dragon that. ever again. I, I didn't mind the Red Dragon, mm. but um, it's it's just a remake of Manhunter. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This is one of those films. It's not a film I love because it's not my type of film, but I do think it's one of those like when you watch it, like that's almost a perfectly made film. Yeah. Like the acting, the direction, the score, the right. Like it's one of those films that you can't really find anything to nitpick about. It's no, it is, and um, it is so good terrifying like it is yeah. so tense even when she's in like the house and he has like the night vision goggles on oh, you're like man. what the fuck is going on well that's the scene too yeah. where he just like he's got the broken arm and asks yeah. the, the girl to yeah move the uh, furniture to... it's like that's scary because i'm sure yeah. there's people that like i'm sure is that how i'm sure some serial yeah. killers tried pulling that at some point has anyone anyone here a serial expert <laughs> you know did... I'm, I'm more of a the, uh, classic snatch and grab <laughs> that's my uh oh maddie this whole episode is gonna be all maddie <laughs> the old maddie episode but yeah no it's it's a great great it's fucking awesome yeah. right all right so my number 70 we were talking about uh singing some songs it's uh little shop of horrors oh awesome do do did you know that's the girl from martin both of those two, the two, yes, are both famous from Martin. Did we talk about this? Oh, crazy! I don't know. Uh, I don't think we have. They're like the two leads this. in the Martin TV series. Oh, that's one's awesome! The wife, <laughs> and one's the gr- the friend that's always there. Um, uh, and and uh, really like, should Frank Oz have just made fucking musicals, backlog musicals? Like, oh, that'd be amazing. He, he's so good at it. Um, I I hadn't seen this in a bazillion years, yeah. and and really didn't know what I was kind of getting myself into when I rewatched it. It's a p- perfect musical. Do you like musicals? I'm not a huge fan of musicals, but I can mm-hmm. I can stomach it probably more than either of you guys. I have a guys. hard time stomaching musicals. No. Like. Uh, for me, it's just like movies 
our disbelief anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you like one of my favorite movies, The Umbrella Schuberg, is a uh, they sing the whole time. There's nothing. Every dialogue is it's sung. just. Um, but eventually, for me, I just stop noticing, noticing that. Kind of, it's almost like when I'm watching a movie in 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 Spanish or something and subtitled. Maybe you, the first five minutes I'm paying attention, and after that, you're I don't in. care. I just find like you, you know, they're, they're telling a beat that they could do in like ten seconds of acting. Instead, you get like a five minute song. Mm-hmm. But you get you get like all of this amazing. Yeah. Like I think song this, dance. this is one of my favorite uh, yeah. musicals. I do yeah, because it, it's it's more like there's other emotion getting told. My problem with musicals is usually it's just telling the story. It's not. Like using the song <laughs> to do either. other things. This one's definitely having fun with the the music. Totally, yeah. and, and the music's uh, amazing. It. Merrick Moranis is awesome. Um, y- you know, and and he can sing, which is weird, right? He like, really can uh, sing in this. And, and Ellen Ellen uh, Green, who plays um, uh, what Seymour. what's her what's her name? Uh, Audrey. Audrey. Okay. Yeah, uh, not Audrey too. She plays Audrey. Um. <laughs> She she can she's um, unbelievable. She talks like this. <laughs> That's pretty she good. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's from the 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 stage, wasn't she? She was. Um, I think yeah, the only one they Broadway brought over. Farmer. Um, but it, unlike some recent star movie, <laughs> La La Land, <laughs> <laughs> they they like actually sing and 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 look like they should be in a musical mm-hmm. instead of just being movie stars, um, and and. But at the same time, you got Steve Martin basically like stealing the <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, I think he's yeah he's probably the best. But even like John Candy has a funny cameo. Bill Murray mm-hmm. has a funny well, cameo. B- the scene with Steve yeah, Martin yeah. and Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, and I everybody knows I'm 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 probably only a Bill Murray fanboy. I think that's probably the only thing I could. You're be, known for yeah. I could be. Like I'm not usually I'm not really a fan of almost anything, but I'm a fan of Bill Murray. It's it's quite yeah. well known. But that scene's incredible, and Bill Murray's great in it. And it's a different kind of thing for yeah. Bill Murray. This is when he was like in the middle of just like escaping and living in France and going to Sobron. Do you <laughs> think you're the only person in the world that actually owns a piece of Bill Murray bo- uh, fan, like the boxers that you bought on eBay, the Warren boxers? <laughs> yeah, the the the, the made. Uh, they were basically the story is our friend Ken, who listens to the podcast. He has this underwear repair. <laughs> Um, <laughs> business. I remember him telling me. <laughs> and he got Bill Murray's to repair. I said, do not send those back. Give them to me. This, this is not a real story. Um, anyways, Little Shop of Horror, my number 70, uh, a great horror. Well, I think you, you didn't yeah. even mention the 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 practical effects of the, the plan is so amazing. Amazing. And the, you have to watch the director's cut. You yeah. have to. Yeah, I think the director's cut. I, I, the theatrical one is like, if you want, sure, if you want the happy. The director's cut is where it's at, though, for me. You need that. I, I, think, I, I think it adds a star. I actually don't love either ending. Oh, okay. Oh, um, I love the director's cut. Yeah, so for me, they're... It's maybe a little bit too depressing for that type of film. I don't think it's depressing. I just think it's... I don't... I don't know. I just don't know if the execution is quite all the way there. Um, on either? On, on either. I... I I watched them both when I, I watched this, and I kind of went thinking, eh, I wish it kind of ended a little bit quicker, like the the theatrical cut, and I also, but I also wish it was a little crazier and less like happy ending ish, like the other one. Have you seen this movie, Maddie? Um, 
You need to get on it. Thirty years ago. Yeah, like well, I, so you haven't yeah. even seen the director's cut because that was no, only found. No, like I have not. No, this was yeah. the first time I had seen the director's cut as well. You'll, you'll love the director's cut for sure. Like I, 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 I think it's definitely if you're into big kaiju. I think I watched on Cinemax back in the day. <laughs> right. <laughs> I the only I, I I thought it was a different movie actually. <laughs> <laughs> Little shop of horrors, all right. <laughs> I uh, I skin a max. I yeah. um, I thought this would have made my list, and I, I rewatched it. It didn't quite make my list. I, I do. I I don't enjoy until like the plant really gets big and crazy and. Oh, I love the intro. I don't know if I enjoy the romance stuff as much. It's it's a little too. Um, you don't like cheesy. the uh, su- suddenly Seymour. I don't tune? need like you know five songs about mm-hmm. them loving each other or him loving her. And it's probably not that. There's much a couple. Time. There's a yeah. couple. But but the opening hey, unless the song's is about sex, incredible. Kyle's wanted in a movie. <laughs> it's got to be about boating behind, underneath, and on front <laughs> and all that. No, I do love the opening. I, I love like the, the those those three singers. They're great. Yeah, but I think it's more like when it's like. Rick Moranis and the other. Um, yeah, I, I I like those yeah. songs. I think they're gr- honestly like if this movie I was, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna shoot up my list. It's gonna be in my top twenty five or. Oh, I, I thought so too. Um, it, the only reason it didn't is maybe because it does. Peter, the ending just I I wasn't satisfied with either. Yeah, fizzles. Uh, and and you'll that's that's probably it. I may not care that much if I watch it again. Like I'm probably I'll, I'm gonna watch this again in the next couple of years. So yeah. Uh, okay, my number 70, I possibly may be on your guys' list. Uh, 1985, Lamberto Bava's Demon. Oh, fucking A, man. Um, this is, of course, the Italian horror film direct, or, sorry, produced by Dario Argento. Uh, Lamberto Bava, yes, is the, the son. Um, son of Mario Bava. Never quite hit the highs, but he has a great little filmography, too. Like, he has, like, five films or something that I really enjoy. He had some fun jellos. Um This is still pretty... Yeah, and this, this is number great. seventy. Yeah, that's a pretty good high. Well, sorry, I meant <laughs> I meant his other films outside this. Right, I actually really enjoyed Demons too. too. I, I didn't get a chance to watch it because who knows? It might have snuck in there. I, I remember really enjoying that more, like not enjoying as much the first time I saw it, and then on rewatch. This is one like, of my last cuts. Oh yeah, this was actually uh, like one of my last. I cuts thought that, yeah, arm. I thought this one that might be on all three versions, but yeah, mm. I wasn't sure if it quite. But still, yeah. haven't got it all three. Uh, no, <laughs> no. So uh, the story of this one is uh, it opens up. There's this random guy with this weird silver ma- demon silver mask and out handing out tickets. yeah free complimentary tickets to a mysterious movie screening. And then you have this group of people that end up there, and they're all fun. I mean, you have the like characters are what make this. You movie. have like the young couple that's just mm-hmm. there to make out. Yeah. You have these other two young couples that are kind of the guys are kind of hitting on the girls. Mm. You got that uh, the blind uh, guy and his daughter, yeah. where yeah, she's like fucking getting it on right beside yeah. her because taking advantage is of the fact his that her daughter I, I thought that it was him uh, yeah i never understood wife. either but i think it is yeah. supposed to be his daughter from like, what I read. Liz, Liz, yeah. uh, <laughs> that's a good impression yeah right? pretty good <laughs> and of course you have the best character i'm not gonna do this impression <laughs> <laughs> but kyle might get over here no please don't uh tony the it's not that's not, has another that's my just like he's tony that, the pimp. That, that's your pimp he's voice. an angry pimp it's your pimp voice he's okay. uh, an angry pimp and he's got two prostitutes he is the greatest character in this he oh, is yeah. such so a new, tough pimp there's there's a new rule though like, yeah Cal cannot uh, impersonate pimps either. We've, we've got a list of things Cal's not allowed to impersonate. Pimps is now on the Every list. Every episode I offend someone yeah. and then that gets removed from the list of what impersonations I can do. I'm running out here. But yeah, there's great scenes where like she's just laughing. He's like, shut up or something like that. Yeah. He's just yeah. like this. But it's done like... He's surly, but it's It's done it's in this way funny. where it's kind of comedic too. Maybe yeah. it's due to like the dubbing. Uh, and then there's also these punks that are like... 
Right, right around town. They're uh, driving around. They're they end up there they're eventually. Doing coke they're and, snorting uh, coke out of a Coca Cola can, yeah. which is great. Um, but anyways, yeah. So the, all these people go to the Something theater. Something probably would not. No, would not fly. These would days. not no. fly these days. <laughs> I'm surprised it even flew then. Yeah. I mean, uh, New Coke had distracted them. Yeah, they didn't know what maybe. the fuck was going they're on. Like it's okay. They're just talking about the old one. But um, yeah, what's great about this? So these people are watching this horror movie on screen, which is kind of interesting too. We get like a movie within a movie yeah. at this point. And I love that. Yeah. yeah. And they start blending together, and then the stuff from that movie starts coming to real life, and then you have this outbreak of demons in the movie theater they're all like barricaded in there facing off against demons tons of crazy like kills and gore it's really cool effects effects where like yeah where she first turns in the demon like the teeth are falling out and the nails nails are are popping off uh the finale we have to talk about i'll just say it involves a man (laughs) on a motorcycle with a samurai sword driving around with heavy music heavy metal Mm. music blaring as he's chopping up these demons in a movie it's theater, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> this whole movie is insane. It's it's so much fun, and it it looks great too. Like there's some really cool, um, you know, camera shots in there. Like when the demons are coming up, and there's like the blue light and the fog, and yeah. the, the silhouettes of them are all kind of roaming. You're making me regret um, my. Uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah, it's a great movie. It's it's and again, that was a thing in the '80s where every Italian Argento started doing it too, and he was putting the heavy metal. Instead yeah. of like the cool goblin score, a lot of that doesn't work for me all the time in those films. For this, this film, it totally does. works. Like, I give me that hey, heavy metal listen, as your, you know. If you're driving a uh, yeah. motorcycle up and down the aisles of a movie theater with a samurai sword, you better have you some better have the metal. And, and then the, the, the ending is great too. Like, it's one of those films that again, it's just kind of fun. From again, looking at this list, you can just see like you can see what I'm going f- for here. Mm-hmm. Like almost every movie you can put on with friends. Beer and pizza, and you're gonna yeah. probably have a good time. Minus- Just not this movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. This is one you gotta watch alone. Yeah, you gotta watch by yourself, uh, hand hand in pants. But um, bucket of carrots. <laughs> 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 so random. Uh, anyways, that's my number seventy. Demons from 1985. Uh, speaking of movies that you need, uh, so this wait, this is 69. 69. Nice. So uh, there is a uh, movie I'm about to talk about where uh, you play the piano. And the piano plays you. <laughs> From a 1977 uh, house, house. I don't or Hanzu. Yeah, Hanzu. How insane! Insane, is this totally movie? bonkers. It's almost like the only fantasy horror movie I can think of in modern time that doesn't suck. You know what I'm saying? Like it, there was like a weird like. I um, think uh, so. I watched Legend of the Mountain, which is not yeah. on my list. Which is another? It's a Chinese okay fantasy. I, I, I think they they did a lot of like crazy supernatural films in the seventies. They're kind of like this. That are just like we don't get it. Yeah, but maybe it makes sense. Like it's it, based on yeah. some of their so mythology. It's over three hours. This movie that I, oh, I wow. watched at Legend of the Mountain. It, 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 I think they call them Waksu or or some, something yeah. like that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm sorry. I <laughs> butchering but the language. I'm butchering butchering the language. But it it was the same sort of deal. Not as remotely is crazy but there's stuff that you're that happens in that movie where you're like what does that mean like why is that happening mm. or like there and it's never explained does it fit the movie because this movie everything fits yeah perfectly. everything fit in that one it's a different vibe yeah. it's way more like epic surreal and uh, kind of surreal more kind of mystical in okay. some sort of ways it just made my list out of the new ones i was like i probably need to watch this again to justify this being on yeah. my list and i can't Watch another th- like three-hour like, movie. Yeah. yeah. When I, anytime I think of this movie, there's a great Criterion Closet video, and it's Ethan Hawke and his. Yeah. It's um, 
Jonathan, what is in Jonathan Mark Sherman? He's like a a writer, yeah. but he he's talking about this movie. He's recommended to Ethan Hawke, and he's just like, "There's a scene where they're playing the piano, and their head just turns into a watermelon." And you're just like, okay, that makes sense compared to the rest of them. You, <laughs> yeah. you don't question it because it's like at that point, yeah. it makes sense for that person's head to turn into watermelon. You're just yeah. like, yeah. Totally. And then they're talking about like how it's like doing drugs and, and uh, it's a check it out if you uh, are. I, I don't even know how to explain this other than like it is a. It's like schoolgirls go to a haunted, haunted house, house pretty much. They vi- she's going to visit her grandmother yeah. and her there's like a cat. dad was estranged from her. There's always a cat in these movies yeah. too. Yeah. But there's this great scene where she's telling like the backstory of her dad meeting her mom in the bomb at Hiroshima, where the, the entire cast is yeah. watching this with us and commenting as we're watching this. Like, there's a scene when they're eating watermelon. Then like she looks away. Then her grandma opens her mouth. There's a fucking eye in her mouth. Yeah, and just kind of goes back and like no one saw it but her. Like, I can't explain how insane this movie is. Like, it's it's batshit crazy, but it works so well, and it's a movie. You the will first never time I get to see again. No, the the so I watched it the, for the first time in I don't know two thousand eight mm-hmm. or two thousand nine. I rewatched it like a week later. Yeah. I was like, "What the fuck did I watch?" Like I I just had to like figure yeah, out. I'm gonna try yeah. to get in. I haven't seen it since, and I remember the first time just being like, "What happened?" And <laughs> it is so, so weird because there's like this moment of like, but I love almost it. like slapstick comedy. Yeah, totally. And it's one of those movies too. Yeah. Like every five minutes, you're getting something crazy. Whether yeah. the room's filled up with blood. Yeah, it's a bunch of tonal shifts. Bananas. Yeah, and but fruit. And- but you, I also just like I'm captivated by it the mm-hmm. whole time. Like it's. It's great. Yeah. Like, there is no... You are never going to be bored watching this movie. Never bored. That's it's a film. I, I don't do drugs, but... Yeah. If I was going to get into this, it, you yeah. don't need to. Like, you could watch this Stone Cold Sober and still be like, what the... F-? Your head would melt. Like, your head melts watching Kyle this Kyle still doesn't count crack cocaine as a drug because he, he says it's not he cocaine. It, it's a vitamin, well, as far as he's concerned. Yeah, if you do them daily, I'm yeah. talking about drugs like yeah. you do on a recreational... Hey, uh, as long as you plug it, it doesn't count as a drug is Kyle's <laughs> way to go. Um, okay. Well, my number 69 is from 1942. Uh, Jacques Turneau's Cat People. We got nice. double Turneau uh, happening here. Uh, this is his first, uh, I, I believe it's the first movie he made with Val Luton as the producer. He's, you know, famous for doing I Walked with a Zombie, The Seven Victim, Body Snatchers, Leopard Man, most of which I've never seen. I, I was going to say, I'm embarrassed to see say that I've never seen any value. Inclu- I actually own the Criterion of Blu-ray and I haven't, I'm going to watch it this October. I haven't watched it. It's been sitting there for of, a few Of years. Cat People. Yeah, I've had it for like two years and it, it, just, I, it always gets put in my list and I, it never yeah. makes it. But yeah, I need you to gotta, watch it. Yeah. You got to do it. Yeah. It, it, it. We were talking, early, or I was talking earlier about like amazingly lit films looking great black and white photography. I thought you were talking about like how the kids say this movie is it's lit. lit. Yeah. Uh, it is also lit. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the best looking films ever, in my opinion. It is incredible to look at. Um, there's a night sequence that happens in in the in a park where someone is following someone else. Incredible looking, and the tension is so so Dispelled, amazing. Eh? And, and and the atmosphere of this movie is is bar bar none. Like it, it's it, or bar, not bar none. It set the bar. It basically said, "This is how good you have to make a horror movie yeah. to look," and it was a B budget, like a nothing budget. Um, and he uses suggestion. We were talking about, or Kyle was talking about, with the haunting. It's not what you see; 
you get creepy sound effects, inventive camera angles, uh, and you're leaving everything to our imagination. Um, I heard the sequel is good for this too. It's supposed to be decent too. I think it's like called Curse of the Curse of the Cat People, which I also uh, haven't seen. A lot of these Val Luton are actually difficult to track well, down. Yeah, they, they put out this awesome DVD set, and I think even Scorsese did like a documentary that they re-released it with this feature-length documentary. And that, that I was excited, I'm going to grab that, but then they started. Then Cat People came out on Blu-ray, so I'm like, I'm going to wait for Blu-ray thinking they're all going to start coming. And they didn't, like, they've released Body Snatchers, they've released Curse of Cat People actually is out. They've been slowly trickling out, like, one every year or something, but Uh, it's like... Body Snatchers is, it was okay. Like, it Mm -hmm. it was nowhere near this as well. Um, But it's just got great economy of storytelling. It's, it's like, 73 minutes, and it it doesn't waste any of it. It it lets you go where you need to go, uh, uh, and, and still gives you tension and suspense. Um... It almost seems like a precursor in a way to the melodramatic underpinnings that you and fantasy that you would get with Lynch eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, just a great, great movie. Uh, yeah. You know, so Cat People, my number sixty-nine. Awesome. Uh, I thought this would be kind of fitting for sixty-nine. Lucio Fucci's The Beyond uh, oh, from nineteen eighty-one. I, I'm embarrassed to say this is the only Fuji in my list. As I mentioned, I think on last episode. Oh, really? So this yeah. this went up uh, or zombie d- went or down. down or no? Because you had uh, City of. Uh, oh yeah, I had them both. I, sometimes I like City more. City I go back living. and forth. I do. I love both of them. This almost didn't even make it. Then it went up higher. Then it was like ninety nine. Mm. It, it it's all over the place. The problem is again. I I watch these in the summer, and I feel like you need to watch these in that fall feel. Yeah. I was like watching them because I had to watch them. I just wasn't in the mood. Fuji, you kind of got to be in that right mood because you know what's gonna be. There's no really it's plot. Atmosphere. It's shitty dialogue, shitty plot. It's about that nightmarish feeling, and I just wasn't mm. in the right mood. Zombies but, a little bit more of a summer. Zomb- yeah. yeah, zombie. But and that's. You know that's not my favorite of his. I, li- I like a lot of this, mm-hmm. but this this is part two of the Gates of Hell trilogy. It's pretty much like a nightmare on screen. It's just it's almost like weird set piece after weird set piece, and with some kind of story that doesn't really make sense. Um, uh, what's her name? Katrina McCall stars in this, who stars in Also City Living Dead and and I think House. So mm-hmm. she did a couple uh, Fuji films. David Warbeck's in this. Uh, but yeah, right. Like right from the start, as you guys mentioned, you talked about last episode. Like Still warlock, it's a guy whipped. that gets like, yeah. Well, he gets like whip, whip where like literally chunks of Skinner come out. Then he gets like staked to the wall, and then they throw on like salt or ass or something that melts him. Uh, it's crazy. But and that's not like there's other scenes too. Like there's another scene later on where I, this woman falls down in this random jar of acid above, and it just drips on her. But it just like. Fuji's just like, I'm just going to keep the camera and shoot this for five fucking minutes as his yeah. face decays. There's another scene where someone gets eaten by tarantulas again. He's just like, I'm going to set the camera for five minutes I and let watch, them go. I watched like the tarantulas like eat his actual eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> fucking awesome. There's a lot of like eye gouging in this yeah. movie. There's a great one with the fingers through the eyes. It's You're pretty much watching this movie for like the eye gougings. Yeah. For the eye gouging. No the, eye is safe in these movies. The gore, like the gore <laughs> effects are insane. And yeah, it just has a great nightmarish look. The ending, as uh, you mentioned, is, is amazing. I love the ending. Mm. I like the, the blind woman, how she has like those kind of like, you can clearly. Smoky you eyes. You can tell now that on the Blu ray yeah. that it's like the contact, the thick contact back then, how yeah. they would have to do it. Which would be so fucking incom- yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. But it still looks cool. They even give that little girl too. Like yeah, She yeah. actually became. Blind, blind because, of, yeah, because yeah. of the... That actually wouldn't <laughs> shock me at all. 
Uh, and then we we I don't know if we mentioned mm-hmm. the Fabio Frizzy score is so good. It like, is. Da, yeah, da, da, it is really great. Da, 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 mm-hmm. Like that is I, I love. I think he's done a couple great scores. So th- that. this I'll say is my favorite uh, of. Uh, should I I say it like Maddie says it or like you say it? Flucci. Flucci. Felucci. That's a pro- proper th- pronunciation. I Felucci. I just say it so weird. I think it's F U L C I, I believe. Uh, but who knows? I could be pronouncing it wrong. I always thought it was Fucci or Fulci. Ful- Fulci, some people say Fulci. Um, I- I've heard Mulci. Yeah. Uh, well, I think a lot, it, it, a lot of these names, the like, F's, yeah. F's or M's. A lot of these names, you'll have like a director and an actor that worked with them, and they both pronounce it differently. So it's it's kind of hard sometimes. I find what dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is uh, yeah. That's my number sixty nine. Uh, again, I think Fuji. He could have had a cup on my list, but you got to be. He's the fall guy. You got to watch his movies in the fall. Minus <laughs> like zombie, the fall guy. Yeah. Um, from the. Earliest of us, 2000, American Psycho is my 68. Nice. We've talked about this before, but this movie is such a weird delve into history of like the 80s and the early aughts in a weird fucking way. You know what I'm saying? So this was one I had on my list mm-hmm. and uh, I, I didn't mean, but I took out on the rewatch. Uh, yeah. And, and it's not that it's, I still think it's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, it almost feels like an early 2000s movie more than it feels like an 80s movie yeah. still to me. It but was, again, was I still like that. Like I, I like that yeah. as well. So this is no but mm-hmm. but I I really was like this probably would have been right uh, on my pre-list. If you watched it in 2005, you'd be like, "Yeah, it's an 80s movie." <laughs> totally. You would have thought and it, it's yeah. it's got all the uh, all these kind of just like it's it, you see have you seen Black Monday, the comedy? Which is based oh, in the eighties. No, it came out this year, didn't it? Like, yeah, it's 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 been yeah. out. It's got John Don Cheadle, whatever. Yeah. But now it's like that's clearly now doing the eighties. But yeah. it's it's got all the touch points, so it's great. Yeah, that's the same way with American Psycho. It's the two thousands <laughs> version the 80s. of Black Monday. Uh, but <laughs> what a weird <laughs> reference! I don't even know what this guy's talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, anymore. yeah. <laughs> He's going way over our heads with modern movies. We're here to talk about movies from the eighties and movies low. based in the eighties. <laughs> don't want to hear about these new fancy fangled movies yeah. with this Don Shadell that you talk <laughs> about. I like how even uh, so most of your picks are going to be this 70s and 80s yeah. and even the movies that are in the 2000s <laughs> are the are 80s. The 80s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a Wall Street guy, baby. That is true. Yeah, yeah House and the Devils in the 70s Oh yeah, that's or 80s true actually. Weird. I don't know if Hell's no Hell's d- Spies. Definitely running a type. I don't know. But anyways, how fun is this movie with him like dancing, chasing girls with chainsaws around the <laughs> stairs, <laughs> uh, beating prostitutes? Uh, I guess, but uh, I don't. And, and yeah. the scenes with him and—it's all about the music, man. Yeah. Just his dance moves. And he's dancing to Huey Lewis in the yeah. That would be a great uh, yeah. if someone just came. You'd get a suit, cover yourself in a lot of blood, <laughs> or just do the one where you run around naked with the chainsaw. Do yeah, that that's gonna be my Halloween costume yeah, this year. Yeah, you, I, I think you can pull that off. Like people so. aren't l- seeing Maddie at home, but yeah. He's looking ripped. I'm yeah. buff these days, right? <laughs> it's been working out. I'm going to be buffing in the buff. I was going to say, doing. though, the, the Reese Witherspoon and, and a breakup scene <laughs> is so good in, awesome. in, the, in the movie. Working uh, out to Huey in the news. Um, cool. Uh, Adam, your number 68. My number 68. So this is from 2018. Mandy. 
Oh, nice. Um, so, have you had a chance to revisit this? Or are you going off of just the one viewing? Uh, so I, I think I, I, so I watched it the one, uh, the one time all the way through, and then before we did our our mm-hmm. best of that year, I, I, I had the Blu-ray, and I, I kind of like, I'm, I'm dying. Like, when we did that list, I kind of went through the clips, and it made my list. Even though, if you asked me like before, I'm dying to revisit that one. Um, I, I'm probably gonna watch this again uh, for Shocktober. Uh, it's been it's been on the list, but I I'd seen it so recently. We yeah, we've done know. two lists. Yeah, right. Like this made my best of the year list, and then it made my best of the the decade list. Yeah. Um, and now your best overall. And list. my best overall. Oh, it awesome. Is, it's basically like one side just teenage boy goth metal fantasy movie revenge, just like surface mm-hmm. level, whatever. The other side, it's like. Crimson Giallo. Yeah. It's so weird. Photography. That one scene with her and the um, leader when he's talking, you know, like they gave her like a drug or something like that. What they're calling it Zap for such a weird, like futuristic name or what the fuck have you. Yeah. And like his face is like changing constantly as she's talking. Incredible. For, like, five, sequence. ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's, it's like you're putting. A medicine dropper in in uh, on top of the giallo, and yeah. it's swirling, and there's vapors coming off of it, and you're just you're just you're in the ether with these people, mm-hmm. but it also is grounded by an unbelievable Nick Cage performance. He is insane in this, right? The scene where he's. Drinking, in the bathroom, drinking that uh, the vodka. vodka and losing his mind. Oh my god. Mm. You didn't mention. I think the score is fantastic. It's one of my yeah. favorite modern horror movie scores. Yeah, it's a great score. Um, like I, it's one of the few that I can put on and just listen to as is. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, I I feel like this one. If we did this list in ten years, it'd still be on there. And maybe it goes up. Oh wow! Because it, I don't know what other movie is like this movie. Mm. I don't think there is one. Like, yeah, that, that's true. Vampire's Kiss is pretty close. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same movie, but <laughs> you, you, other than it's Nick miss- Cage, it's missing Bill Duke. Yeah, I think. Um, so that's my number sixty-eight. Awesome, cool. My number sixty-eight from nineteen seventy-seven, going back to the Nature Gun Amok. I've had a lot of Nature Gun Amok yeah. actually, but I, I think like this this episode is is the I think it, this is all of them. Um, not saying this is the last one, but I think I get rid of them all. Uh, and in this, this episode. Yeah. Uh, so there may be a couple more. Uh, 1977, <laughs> this is directed by William uh, Girdler, who was kind of the king of nature, gone amok. Died way too young. If you don't know, his, he died like he was doing um, uh, location scouting in a helicopter for his 10th film, and it crashed, and he died, unfortunately. Oh, so, that's crazy. With Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P., baby. That's terrible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, way too young. This guy, like, I, I think he had so much potential. Uh, he's done a lot of films that I, I love. Um, anyways, this one starts Christopher George, uh, Christopher George, Linda Day George, who I'm big fans of both of those. Just mm, if you go yeah. through their list, you'll see kind of fun movies they've done. They did like City. They they are, were no, he was in City Living Dead, but they've both done a bunch of movies. Uh, some that may be on my list later on. Uh, but really, the reason why you're watching this one is, in my opinion, I'm not joking. One of the greatest movie villains of all time <laughs> is Leslie Nielsen in this. <laughs> He is so fucking good, yeah. man. So the, the 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 plot of the movie is kind of silly. I guess it's like the depletion. I wrote this down. The depletion of the Earth's ozone layer by CFC 
aerosols has been causing increased exposure to UV radiation at high altitudes. Scientists observe that animals over 5,000 feet in altitude have become highly aggressive toward humans. Pretty yeah. much uh, yeah. the, the, uh, our pollution has uh, made the animals go crazy. So Christopher George leads this group of hikers up. It's going to be a several-day uh, nature hike. And it has a, just, a, again, another like group of really interesting, eclectic people. You have the professor. You have the bickering married couple. The wealthy older woman with her young son, mm. um, the television reporter, you have the football player who has had to quit because he's got cancer, the Native American guide, and then there's Leslie Nielsen, <laughs> who's this adver- adver- advertising executive who's the biggest like dick. He is amazing. So as a it dick starts in out this. like just him being a dick, call- yeah. calling like the um, the the Native guide. Um, uh, what is it? Um, sorry, Charlie. Uh, no, it, it, no, it was Eddie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kimo Sabi is always calling. Uh, but he, he's that's always, way more offensive than yeah. Eddie. He's always he's always calling the uh, the lead Christopher George. He's always calling Hot Shot. He says Hot Shot. We need to do a movie. Every time he says Hot Shot, you take a drink. Take a shot. Okay, Hot Shot. You don't know nothing. <laughs> and then, there's a great scene too where he says, "You're not the Big Macker." <laughs> and the guy's like, "What's a Big Macker?" And he explains it, and it's like, "It's a boss. It's an advertising name for the boss." Anyways. So it starts out, he, he's just like this dick, but as it goes on... He gets crazier and crazier. Crazier and crazier. So the reason you're watching the movie is because the animals are all going crazier. So you have like vulture it, it attacks, starts pumas. Off like with like um, a camping father and two kids and the bear comes in. No, you're thinking of Grizzly. But that was actually right? Grizzly. Or no, that, that's not in any of these. Oh. <laughs> that's not in any what, movie. What, what movie is that? Uh, that might be... Is that Prophecy? Oh, maybe. Um, anyways, so, but the, <laughs> they all kind of blend together for me. This one has like puma tax. And again, this is where like the, it's real animals. Mm-hmm. And, and unlike the wild beasts, I don't think any of them got hurt in this. So yeah. it's not. But you have puma tax, uh, wolves, killer birds, rats, dogs, rattlesnakes, you name it. Um, there's just a lot of great. There's something about watching a movie and seeing a puma jump and attack someone that, I don't know, that's terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's just fun. But again, so that that all is great. And that's the reason why I love it. But then on top of it, you get the greatest villain with Leslie, <laughs> who's becoming angry and crazy. And it gets to the point where he wrestles the a bear. Group, no, but even before that, the group splits up, and he's like, he's fucking shirtless. It's raining <laughs> out. He's just, he's saying like, uh, he's, he pushes like the old woman down. He's got a spear, and he's like, I'm just, I take what I want, and I want that. And he points like to the young guy's like young girlfriend, and he's gonna like try to rape her. And it's like, what the fuck is? Where did what happened here? This like went from like he's zero to above five thousand kilometers. Yeah. And then and then what's, like, and what's weird though is is then he sits on a whoopee cushion. <laughs> yeah, Shirley, you can't take that girl. Of course, I can take that girl. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> But it is so weird watching this and Bravo. watching. Yeah, you know him yeah, yeah, from yeah. Airplane, Naked Gun, and then you see him in this. He's fucking buff. Yeah. But yeah, there's a scene where he actually goes and he's fucking wrestling a real live <laughs> grizzly bear in the rain. It's insane. This movie is insane. It's awesome. And again, it's like one of those movies where it's just like, what's going to happen next? The sheriff is at home. He sees some rats on the table. The rats start fucking jumping at him and eating him. Like, I don't know. It's a crazy movie. And, um, yeah, it's it's great. It, it's like it it's fun from yeah. beginning to end. Uh, Day of the Animals, nineteen seventy seven. Oh, Maddie. awesome, Maddie, your number sixty seven. Uh, you guys might be surprised I had this so low on my list, but uh, from nineteen eighty, The Shining. Oh. I think this movie is fucking amazing. I love the atmosphere. I love the actual house itself. I love the acting. 
I find the plot doesn't really do it for me. But again, it's still fucking insane, right? So we'll probably talk about this later, I assume, that's, right? Uh, yeah, that's a weird... Yeah. I think my the, the, the one problem I have with it is I do feel like I actually agree with Stephen King that Jack Nicholson is almost crazy from the beginning. Like, he, well, he's a dick from the beginning, but he and, gets crazier and as he, he goes along. He, he, has yeah. a, he has a weird performance yeah. where it's like, it's great. It's either really great or it's really bad and over the top. I can't decide. Like it's like one. No, I goes think he, scene I scene. think he's perfect in this. He, uh, he, yeah, I, the, I think he, the real. Under, I think the underdog is Shelly Shelly Duvall. Oh, she's yeah. Is that Shelly Duvall? Yeah, because she plays yeah. a real sweet at the beginning and she loses her mind by no, the end. No, she's of this. incredible. Yeah. In this. I mean, it, it, as well, he went. Mm. He put her through hell. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. But you can like he he got he got it. He got what he wanted because yeah. it's a fantastic. Performance, mm, yeah, even the kids great. Like the kids great. Everything's great Scatman. about this movie, but I just find like the actual plot falls apart mm. for me. Like you don't know what's going on half the time. Nothing's really explained, and it needs that's, to be explained. I like, about it. I don't know. like that weird scene where like the bear's going down on the guy. Like where the I fuck like did this though. come I, from? Oh, like, yeah. so glad no, we didn't no, get an explanation. It, it's awesome. Just but you kind of want to. There is an explanation. You just don't know it. Like what actually happened? But isn't that more interesting that they put out there and everyone talks about it years from now, yeah. trying to explain what they think about it? Like there's yeah. fucking documentary about all the yeah, shit that, that people that, have found in this film. I think that's yeah, what's that interesting about it. Kind of bullshit. <laughs> there, there's a lot of bullshit, but yeah. there is some interesting I, stuff. In I, there. I don't think any of the yeah. concepts are that interesting. I think mm. the concept of what it did to people is amazing about yeah. that movie. Like I love the documentary in terms of what fandom mm-hmm. and what Turned obsession turns people into. Yeah. And some of the, like some of the stuff is obviously bullshit, but they do bring up some interesting things that's mm-hmm. like, oh I didn't notice that. Like yeah. and I think Kubrick is that kind of guy. Some of it, yeah, they're probably stretching, but I think he was the kind of director that would put a lot of things in there. Like he didn't everything he did was for a reason. He didn't Every background he chose, you know, he oh, was yeah, behind all that. Yeah, he was so yeah, detailed, he, 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 he was yeah. But even in this movie, you see the helicopter shadow in like the opening scene, right? Like, you actually see it. that's like a. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's a goof. Did you know still. that that scene was also used for the finale of Blade Runner? Oh, I did not. I think it's maybe in the theatrical cut or something. They didn't. Because they didn't have time, they had to huh. change. They use that, well, well, well. or some, somehow I don't know. But anyways, this movie's yeah. fucking insanely good, right? Like I know, like it should be higher up, but there are just some things I can't. Hmm. It's never been change. your thing, yeah. But again, it's fucking awesome. That scene in the bathtub where he goes into like room uh, two thirty seven, yeah. oh, yeah. and you kind of. I will say when it went down a little bit on yeah. the last rewatch for me, but I still like it. Even when he's like it riding his uh, tricycle through the halls, like that scene yeah. is so fucking... I, just, I love like the quiet... Again, this yeah. is a movie where I love the quiet moments. I love where it's like Jack Nicholson sitting at the bar talking to yeah. the bartender. Jack Nicholson in the bathroom talking to that guy. I kind of mm. like those moments better than him losing it and going really over to the top. I, I almost like those quiet... I think mm. those quiet moments are like there's something more eerie and scary about them where he's talking to yeah, a guy. You know, he's just talking real, to Realistically, is like, most of the movie. Like, yeah. yeah, that's the, what I mean. The, the blow-ups yeah. only happen a couple oh, times. Oh, exactly, yeah. exactly. And that's why it may be higher up on my list. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, so my number 67 is from... 2006 Death to Smoochie <laughs> How'd you know? Death to Smoochie No, it's uh, from 2006 uh, Bong Joon-ho's The Host My my boy who who basically I'm I, I started thinking like maybe he's he's at least top five from 2000 in terms of director for me He's a parasite guy? He's a parasite guy He's mother He's memories of murderer He's snow piercer He's uh, the the host he uh, what was Okja. that Okja. 
Um, yeah, I, I like everything I've seen. I haven't seen the host, and I'm going to mm. watch it this October. I mean, How you guys haven't seen the host? Well, I think Maddie's seen it. I watched the first 40 minutes, and I couldn't get past the. Uh, it was like almost like a cartoonish adult man playing a baby. Do you know this guy I'm talking about? Yeah, he's the same. He's the dad in the in Parasite. Yeah, as well. I, just, I just couldn't get past how silly that was. Yeah, there, there's always sometimes yeah. again, and it's probably a culture thing. There's certain like, moments. Do you know that scene in like Arrested Development where they have that one adult man playing a baby? <laughs> That's all I could think of when I was watching. It's like, all right, cool. Like it's basically they have like that one monster that just like drops off the bridge. Like, what was it? That's fucking cool. And then like, oh, this is amazing. And then like, oh, I gotta sit with these guys for the next twenty minutes. Uh, but I think that's basically like. If you're having to sit with Nick Frost yeah. in Shaun of the Dead, like, but he's a man baby. Yeah, but he's like a, a slacker man baby. This is like an actual man playing a kid, wasn't he? No. Oh, like, that's exactly what it came off as to me. Like, I thought he was actually supposed he has to be a, playing. He has a kid that's like old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe I don't remember this movie as much as I thought I did. <laughs> maybe I should give it another shot. You should definitely give it a oh, shot. Okay. I, w- I was confused there. I was like... I actually thought he was like like a man playing like a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought this. They cut you. It's like one of those ones where it's got like the, the Damon Wayans head in the... Yeah, that's yeah, actually what I thought. Like, <laughs> no. he, he's that like over the top. Like, Oh, if, if that was in it, I, I, I have to. Me. I have to give this another... Li- this movie's yeah. incredible. Okay. Like, absolutely incredible. <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about it being a man. Like, he's, he's a stunted... Uh, adult, but there's reasons yeah. behind that. They talk about it later. They do it in a comic way. Now, all of Bong's movie have this like tonal shift where mm-hmm. even Parasite has this where it's like it'll be dark one second and then it's like slapsticky the next. And I find he always makes it work. It works for me because I think he's such a master. Uh, I love the monster design in this, even though like the CGI is like. I think that's what always scared me off. I always figured, oh, it's going to be like, this came out when sci-fi was doing all their, every week they had a new creature feature, and I was just like, ah, The difference in this is the actual design of the creature. Well, I, I don't think, the, the weakest part of this is, is the CGI, but not the creature. The oh. creature design is amazing, and they never hide it from you. Like, they're they're going to, they're going to show you who the creature is. They're going to, they're they're gonna make you. It's not gonna like most of these movies in the CGI that he's in the shadows and he's there, yeah. and then eventually you see him and it's like this is fucking terrible. Yeah. He's in the first scene. You get to see exactly what you're up against, mm. and it's an inventive kind of oh, not quite Del Toro esque, but like something he would do in that same level. Um, I think it's one of the best creature feature movies. At least of the last twenty years, I'm I'm tr- I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head, um, and uh, you've got this great family dynamic. Everybody in the family is like, even the successful people have these weird quirks. And there's a scene where they think th- the daughter has died, and they start fighting each other on the ground, which is both heartbreaking and hilarious. It's the weirdest fucking emotions I've ever had. But really, the tension that you get in some of these monster sequences are up there with anything I've seen. Oh, um, awesome. So, uh, cool. and I, I don't know, like, it just feels I, like... I, I have to check this movie. You have okay, to check this yeah. out. He's not a, a man playing a five-year-old. He's yeah. a man. Well, I, again, I think it just seems so goofy that I'm like, I'm just like, all right, we're, we're done. Does the family come across as goofy a yes. lot? Or? Yeah, they're goofy, but they're... 
There's more to it. I, I would like, okay. I would go. Give it an actual yeah. Real watch. listen and real watch, yeah. yeah. All right, I'll do it. Because that's the other thing. If you're not picking up some of the dialogue, yeah. which does happen pretty quick, sometimes where they're introducing people and why these things are happening, then you m- might just see them as like, oh, they're just these like sitcom they're playing family. slapstick with a monster. I don't want to see this. Yeah, it's not that at all. Okay. I think there's a lot of dimension to it. It's got a great ending. I, I hadn't watched it. I watched it twice when it first came out. Uh, I hadn't seen it in like almost 15 years until a few months ago. Stuck with you, eh? It's incredible. And you guys love fucking creature movies. I do like creature movies. Oh, man. All right. Again, I've owned this on DVD for... We'll do a movie night at your place. 10 years, I think. (laughs) Watch Um, Host and we'll watch Phantasm. Uh, if I gotta suffer, you gotta suffer, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number sixty-seven from nineteen ninety-nine, Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow. Oh, awesome! Uh, uh, cool. This is a film again. I, I rewatched. I think last October, and I was surprised how well it held up because I was kind of worried. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is kind of maybe his last great film. I'm trying to think of if he did Frank and Weenie. Oh, I, yeah, I actually really enjoy Frank and Weenie. I like too. Corpse Bride. I didn't. Enjoy Corpse Bride that much, and maybe I need to recheck that one out. But, um, anyways, this is based on the classic uh, Washington Irving tale. Yes, I I think this is one of. I think Tim Burton had a couple masterpieces, at least a handful of them, and I think this is definitely one of them. I think he's kind Mm. of a guy that's that's underrated. But um, he did this. He did the the Planet of the Apes movie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No one talks about Marky Mark and the Monkey Bunch anymore, do they? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank nice. you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I would argue this might be his best looking film. Like the, it's unbelievable uh, looking. Yeah, the, you, the gothic. But, uh, you got yeah. a lot uh, of competition there. He's got a lot, but uh, like the gothic set design, this like the jack o' lanterns mm-hmm. scenes, the fog, the twisting trees. Like this is everything I love. Like just about a, like Halloween. A, just from right? a visual point, I think it's just an amazing looking film. But I also think the the headless horseman's a solid villain. Yeah. The way yeah. even the way he's able to edit like these action set pieces, it's amazing. Like check out a clip where the, the headless horseman comes and chops off uh, the one guy. Well, hap- the one guy's head. <laughs> but just the way it's done, it it's so like the way he directs it and edits it, and it. it I don't know the way it, it runs. It's just so it's mm-hmm. it's it's masterful the way it's all it's all put together. Uh, Johnny Depp is is fun in this as like the quirky detective, but you also just have a solid, really amazing supporting cast. Or like I I wrote them all down, yeah, but there's like twenty Walken, names that Peter I don't Jeffrey Jones, who you know, yeah, <laughs> it sucks. What I just watched fun. Jeffrey Jones yeah. in the the Deadwood <laughs> Merrick, movie, and he's good. He was good then. And I mean, it's they, they just really like there's Merrick, and like and away he goes. Yeah, <laughs> but it's got like Christopher Lee, Ian McDermott, Martin Lando, Michael uh, Go or Google, uh, Richard. Like you could just name the cat. Like every every everyone in there, you you can point and be like, okay, I've seen that guy in ten yeah. movies. Or do you say Richard Gear? No, go, go, go oh, Michael go. go, go, Michael go. Sorry, no, Richard Griffith, Griffiths. He's um, oh yeah, Dudley's father. And he was a what is he in uh, Beetlejuice? What's his name? Lo- Lobo or, or something? Uh, anyways, he's yeah. great in that. Anyways, yeah. but uh, yeah. I thought maybe Richard Gear was in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be. <laughs> yeah, like he just he played the the stunt scenes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I think like all uh, the, after the jackal, I need work. <laughs> <laughs> all the um. I look the jackal. All, all the uh, action set pieces are great. I think the blood, like this is surprisingly for a Tim Burton from pretty 
fucking violent. And it bloody. is very violent. Um, yeah, I, I just I love all that. And um, this this made my honorable mentions. I'll spoiler. It's not going to make my list. But oh no, um, I, I will say the one thing. I like the mystery, and I like that it's trying to do more, add more layers, and like just being a simple slasher film of a headless horseman. But maybe it gets a little complicated. Like do you mm-hmm. need all that stuff? Maybe not. Like it, it almost gets too complicated yeah. at times. I find. But that, that's a small nitpick again. I think just as like a visual piece with a great villain, fucking heads getting, and a lot yeah. of, it's all, this is when he was doing, you know, practical effects still. So like when those heads, like there's a great documentary on the Blu-ray or DVD and it goes through all that, how they did all that. And like you see them holding the fake head. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's crazy yeah. how realistic it looks. Like it's some of the best yeah. fake heads I've ever it's seen in a movie. It's remarkable yeah. that he has abandoned that technique so much for a guy that, yeah. Was, was built a, his career on and it, was really. masterful at yeah. pla- practical I, I effects and in camera effects. Yeah, I don't know if it's all him though. Again, I, I feel like studios like I. I really am curious if he could do these type of films. If he would like, I feel like he's been pushed to do these. I, I don't. You, you've got how many decades of yeah. like like I'm going to do this. But he had a, he had a couple like bombs and that's what then. It's oh, I guess like, he did have. Well, the, I got to uh, take on the, the Dumbo. Yeah. I got to take on. But if you did, say he did one Alice in Wonderland, yeah. You can then do whatever yeah. the fuck you want again. Yeah, but who? I don't know. We don't. We don't know how the. No, Hollywood we don't works. know how it works. Yeah. But, but like at the same time, if he wanted to make smaller movies, because yeah. his movies used to not cost a lot. Well, of money. Yeah, I guess he is. He's doing the the Adams Family Wednesday TV series. TV or show. Whatever. So yeah, it's not a movie, but it's the first time he's kind of went back to. This. And he did Frank and Weenie, which again, did, I like Frank and Weenie. I really enjoyed it, but I don't think it was a huge success. Yeah. So even when he tried to go back and do like this passion project. It didn't really get the numbers, so, and then he does these shitty like animation, right? Like, I guess he did well with the uh, night before Christmas. Well, he didn't write that, but yeah, it's definitely his film. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, yeah, this is this is a great film, and I was surprised how well it held up when I revisited because you know late nineties there's. You know, maybe not the strongest time for horror. But anyways, Uh, sixty six from two thousand fifteen, another modern one, The Witch. Oh yeah. How cool does this movie look? I love the feel of like the uh, New England background. I love the uh, characters. I I love the dialogue. Yeah, it's awesome, right? As long as you have subtitles. Well, yeah, yeah. Do you? I don't watch this with subtitles. Yeah, I I can't understand. I, I think the couple times I watched this, I couldn't understand shit till I watched the subtitles. I, I clocked it, but anyways, it's such a cool folklore tale. That's in a time when no one's really telling folklore tales. Like, it's such with a modern twist. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. so I, I talked uh, 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 about uh, day, uh, the Day of Wrath in, uh, mm-hmm. in the the other episode. I think that was a huge influence. Yeah, on for the sure. Um, so I, uh, yeah. I feel like this film almost reinvigorated horror a little bit. Like, I'm not saying I, I think this is the, like this came out, and then um, the same is this the same year or close to that Ari Aster came out with. Hereditary, Hereditary. Like, yeah, I think it Hereditary seemed like there was like this year or two. Yeah. There's this year or yeah. two where there's these big horror films that mm-hmm. you know are on a lot of people's you know top Best 100. Of, I guess, and I, th- I think yeah. even for you, most of these are still like where yeah, like I, I, I yeah, the witch is not on my list, but I, I do really enjoy yeah, it. It's, it's just awesome. again, it's one of those movies you got to be in the right mood. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. be eager to watch the witch all the time, but it is. It's one of those films I know, that like it fucks I with might you be in. like well, maybe like on a summer day, probably not. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna right. be yeah. like that. Would be, yeah, you're right. Like <laughs> I thought about rewatching it 
for this list. Yeah. And I was like, why am I going to watch it now? I'm going to wait watch, late like a month and a half. I'm going to watch this in it. fucking October. Yeah. This yeah, is I, perfect. I think then. I rewatched it when we did our best of the, the yeah. decade. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's a great movie. I'm not going to knock this one like I would some of the Ari Aster ones. <laughs> and it, it, those are those are well-made movies, yeah. too. They're just not for me. I just don't get it the same one. But yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, because I, I, I get some of, like... I think he's a more interesting yeah, filmmaker because they needed The Lighthouse, which, again, yeah. I didn't love. I had issues with. But, like, who else is doing these? No, he's making yeah. something that's really... I, I, I think Ari Aster is, is also in that camp where there's a lot of other A24 or yeah. whatever that mm-hmm. are making these these movies that I, I, I often enjoy, but... Often kind of something's miss the missing mar- because there's not any sort of like real sp- spirit coming yeah. from the director. Both those guys, they're making stuff that clearly is coming from yeah. uh, their own own place. Now they've only both made two, two feature movies. feature films. So where are they going to go from this? I'm excited. Well, I know he's got the Viking film, and then he's and then got Nosferatu, which I'm so excited awesome. for. Um, anyway, yeah. but yeah, I, yeah. I, I I love this movie and. May talk about it later. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to talk about, for my number 66, 2018's Annihilation from Alex Garland. Oh, awesome. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is this is something we talked about. I, I think it made my mm-hmm. top uh, number one horror movie of, the, of that year. Um I've I've always I, I I really liked Alex Garland um, for what he did in, in Ex Machina, which is not not this as well. But this yeah. one feels like it's almost like nightmare fuel. Yeah, the whole thing, flower shaped people and yeah, all that shit. But like everything is beautiful, but also disturbing. Yeah, and it becomes more and more disturbing as as kind of the yeah. the picture goes on, um, and deceiving at the, at the same time i think there's a there's come some, kind of some interesting plot devices mm-hmm. you also have all these uh, amazing uh, ama- actors amazing actors in 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 the in the the movie um i, I i've talked about this a bunch on, yeah. on the show and uh i i, I, well, I love that's, this uh, that's a that's probably the biggest surprise so yeah. far for me out of the, all of our picks really yeah um, yeah, well, I've had this on both my top. Yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't. I guess uh, yeah, I didn't even notice. He underestimated how much you loved it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I I love this movie. It's 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 something that um, again, this is one that like I've I've seen a couple times now, and I, I'm mm. I'm looking forward to always going back. I think there's more layers to it. Um, cool. As he yawns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very interesting. <laughs> no, I, I, I need to revisit that one. I guess it didn't um, work for me as well. I guess as it did for you guys. But uh, my number six. I love how he like goes under his breath. Like, I guess those movies okay. It was kind of complete garbage. Anyway, uh, no, <laughs> I, again, I, I'm saying like I don't want to. It doesn't mean like yeah. yeah it, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. I think I need to revisit before I can really say anything about it, good or bad. Before you make that flesh sound. Um, yeah, because th- this would be the one that like you use uh, that isn't usually like on my necessarily like template of of what's a great movie or what what's mm. going to make my list is rewatchability. I I actually have that low on my list because there's so many movies in time. I'm going to rewatch some stuff, but this is one where like if someone was like, I'm, I'm going to watch Annihilation tonight. Do you want to watch that? I'd be like, sure, fuck yeah, like I'll watch mm. that movie. Um, yeah. Interesting. Um, 
My number 66 is actually another movie from 1999. Strange. Huh. Uh, the Blair Witch Project. Oh, awesome. Oh. Um, again, it went, yeah, I think it went down a bit for me. but Yeah, because this is like your top 50. Uh... I still really like it. This is a bit of a cheat because I almost feel like it's only half. The film is only half the reason I love it. I We've actually talked like, about this. Yeah, so, this movie is like, uh, there's two pieces to this. So, so I guess I'll just say it. Yeah. This is my number 65. Oh, wow. oh whoa. whoa. <laughs> so there's two. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, um, he's 66. This is 65. Five. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So I, what we'll get, what we, you can talk to. I feel like I, the Curse of the Bear Witch, I almost like more than the film, which is the documentary mm-hmm. that they made to promote so the film. So I am the exact opposite. Really. The film is it for you? So the, uh... I wa- so I watched it again. I hadn't seen it in years. Mm-hmm. I watched the curse. I watched it. I was like, "This is so good." They're doing such a great yeah. representation of the mythos. The, and yeah, the, all this kind of stuff. Explaining the backstory of the movie. I think it fucks up the movie. Really? Because some of the best scenes in the movie, you're getting a clip show of them. But I, I almost feel like that. I think it develops a mythology way more. Like to me, I don't know if the movie would work if I don't if I don't have the memory of that creepy fucking child killer where they're doing the interview footage with him. Like it, this is one of those. It's like this genius marketing that's never been done. The marketing since. is incredible. But yeah. I, like, how many people thought this was real when it came oh, out? Oh yeah. And it's because of this full documentary, and then the actual. But the full documentary. But they hated the movie job. when they when they went and saw. After yeah, but that's what I mean because I think yeah. the full documentary though does such a good job. It sets up this where they talk about like the the coffin rock where they talk about they go mm. into the the origins of the Blair Witch and they have mm. like the old the drawings from the books and they go over the old readings. Like it, it feels yeah. so authentic. And then so I, you get a lot of that in the movie. So I I if I hadn't rewatched you this, don't, you don't I get completely like the, would have agreed because it fucking changed. I think the movie is unbelievable. I think I, the I documentary. Is... I'm never. I'm never going to watch it before with the documentary before ever again. Oh, you're crazy because the documentary before is a good episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, but that's what's great though. I don't know. To me, but, there's nothing scarier than Unsolved Mysteries. But like, it, it, I think the movie. So I, I can't believe I'm going there because for fucking twenty years I've told yeah. everybody how important it is that you watch the other. And I, I think it's still really well done. It's an incredible marketing device. Mm. Incredible marketing like device. I was actually it's a half-hour commercial for this movie, yes. essentially. But I, I was more creeped out watching that than I was the movie. And I think the movie is still has a lot of great moments. Because, again, know, you do just, get, like, 20 minutes of, like, the uh, explaining the history of Burkittsville or whatever. Yeah, but, you, no, but you don't the, get, uh, they don't really go into the history no. that well in the movie of the But I don't think you need they, they, to they, they know do a cursory. Yeah, I don't think you need to know all, all the other stuff. No, you, you is, don't like, need, but I think, it, I don't know, I think it just makes it way more interesting. It's interesting, but I don't think it makes the movie better. And then you get intercut some of the best scenes in the movie are inter- well, to talk about the guys who are, like, tied from hand to foot. No, that's not even in the, the, no, no, the no, movie though. No, so, but oh, the okay. actual scene, like where where Heather is is, yeah. is taught, like that breakdown well, again, scene, because it was meant to be a promo for the movie, right? Sucks. Oh, is that in the actual documentary yeah. as well? Wow, well, yeah, bits but, and pieces, and it it cuts yeah. it up, and that that scene, she's unbelievable in this, yeah, and that scene is so impactful, and I couldn't like disconnect a little bit from from what i just saw mm-hmm. 
I also might be better if I didn't see them back to back. Like I watched the beginning and then I watched. Them I, I usually watch them together in one sitting. Oh yeah. 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 So I, I'll like. Yeah, I I uh, I I wholeheartedly disagree. Like I think it's a great I, piece I of marketing. I would say if we don't include that, this movie's not on my top one hundred. So that's why it's a bit of a cheat. I I think like to me the best found footage or the mythology. And you do get you get some good stuff in the movie, but I think a lot of the best stuff you don't so get. So for me, the best part of the movie is it's like existential dread of these people fucking falling apart. Yeah. Plus the night scenes that add this other tension, this mm-hmm. like other kind of worldly tension. You don't love the actual like, mythos of this actual I creature think, yeah, like, and I the, think the township you, history and all the, that. If like if that makes mythology, it, that's what makes us more for It's not scary me. then. Like, yeah, it's cool. All but those, like, like, it's standard. It's boilerplate. It's like any other I fucking know. story. Like the story that she has isn't that much different. I know this is like, yeah. you guys have talked about, I, I would have been yeah. arguing the exact same thing up until three weeks ago. I, and I, I also think the the beginning like it's all well done. I can't believe some of those people have never acted again. It's crazy, right? In in the opening, not the the three actors. The one actor, I guess, has done mm. a bunch of stuff, right? Like the Cameraman? Josh. No, the uh, audio guy, right? I don't know. I didn't know any of them did. Anything. Yeah, he's he's he he's been in a uh, a bunch of stuff, but like again, the the movie is still great. There's there's still a lot of great stuff. Like at nighttime, just again watching with the surround sound, and you're hearing. The rocks and the noise outside, yeah. that stuff is all good. There's still some great stuff, but I think I ne- if I didn't have the mythology, I don't think it would frighten Have you me as watched much. it without? Um, I think I have before, and I don't think, actually, I think the time before I might have, and I don't know if I enjoyed it as much. Like to me, I, I don't, to me, the scariest, scarier than any movie is Unsolved Mysteries episodes. Mm-hmm. Right. So to me, when you see, have I have all no that, nostalgia for that either. It's like, yeah. it's like a thing that uh, was there in the back oh, of my head. Like to me, like that, the serial killer talking, yeah. that is like almost scarier than anything in the movie. And just the going Because I into bet the Tammy is the same way. She would have flipped uh, your way than my way. Yeah. Because uh, uh, loves all Unsolved um, Mysteries. Yeah. Either way. Whether you watch it with or without Murder it. Murder City Maniacs. I think it... Because um, <laughs> it is a rare thing. Like, I feel like in s- certain people, like, have seen that and certain people have... Like, I talked to a few people. No one's... Like, either they've seen it and that was really important they, that got into yeah. the theater or... They it, haven't seen it and they just know the movie. Yeah. Hmm. They never saw that. They just heard yeah. the buzz and... Interesting. I think... Because it only aired... Well, it's, on but that. it's on yeah. every DVD and Blu-ray, but, right? But, yeah, you, Who, unless you were probably like... Most people don't watch... Like, they're not yeah. like us. They don't watch the, yeah. the special features. Yeah. Well, well, there's... <laughs> Idiots. Even, there's, there's actually, like, I think one or two other documentaries that I haven't seen as well that go into some other stuff, too, that I think one of them only made it... Never made it past VHS, and I don't even know if the other one made it off TV. It might be in YouTube or something, so... Maybe worth uh, checking out this Halloween. Maybe it's just a lot of repeat of the same stuff. But um. I like that the most heated thing on this episode <laughs> is a movie that's the exact same place on our list. Basically, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Well, yeah, that, that's what I was gonna, like. Again, I'm not saying the movie for me personally. I just I need. I think all the other stuff works better with that creepy knowing mythology. it. Yeah. Idiot, watch but, the special features. Yeah, I, I remember yeah. running home from like my yeah. friend's house when I saw can, that can, special. Spooky, and, right? Yeah. As an, and again, it's probably because I have like that fear of unsolved mysteries. Like I think they do it so well with the newscaster, and like yeah. again, I don't think anyone has ever they play it people real. Have, people yes. have tried, and no one has ever nailed this. I, I will not disagree. Like, I think that's one of the most brilliant pieces of marketing mm-hmm. 
ever. And but in, in the actual film, the finale is fantastic. I love. Yeah. Again, I think the the remake or sequel, whatever the fucking shit they did with uh, your boy Adam Wingard, who sucks. <laughs> 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 that wasn't even like swallowed. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that, that, the, the claws are out. Well, Sorry, it's my fault. Because a lot of people love that guy. And like, sure, the guest is fine, but or I guess you guys like the other one he did too. I, I don't. You're I, next. I, I, really I think like that him. guy is so overrated. But um, yeah, whatever he did, like he took everything yeah. about this and ruined. Like even the the Book of Shadows, which has tons of if its Just own flaws. issues. At least it never it never ruined what this. What yeah. this film did, the mythology, it did its own thing. It did some unique things. Whereas that film, it's like we're going to show tons of the witch, and, and it ruins. Like I don't want to see. It's so yeah. much creepier. Oh, the way so the much Blair creepier. Witch is done. The, the scene we, in the house at the end, it's it, still creep the yeah. fuck out of me this time. Yeah, it like, still does, right? Well, like, like anyone that goes camping, you start fucking hearing rocks. Yeah, you're scared. I, I love, and I love. Uh, this was. Level. I was going to talk about. We've just been talking about. Yeah. What yeah. what's the best way of yeah. watching this movie instead of this no, is the great film, yeah. yeah no exactly like the the stuff that you're hearing again you need the surround sound that is terrifying and all when the, they get up in the morning and like the stuff they find they have like the wooden like uh, and you know this like the background yeah. sorry the the wood all the wooden stuffs yeah. like creepy mm-hmm. but like the story the directors are basically just the tormentors that was their job yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. they just were out in the woods. They didn't well, know where the they were, yeah. doing creepy stuff, waking them up. Like, yeah. these people wore down yeah. as it went on. Yeah. I, I think uh, as annoying as they are, they're truly annoying people. But and, you feel that you are with them because you get so annoyed with these people after like three, four days, five well, days. We yeah. all know those people, too. Like yeah. if, you're, if you went to film school, yeah. you probably You know them know all. People, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm actually happy and surprised to see a found footage on your list because I know you're not a found footage guy at I guess all. this was the first one to kind of... I, I, I think there... Like I think there's all, a handful uh, of There's a bunch ratings. of this. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, there's a couple that could have possibly snuck in my list, but um, this is the only one. But, uh, yeah, it, it might be fun to do, like, a, a month of found footage or a top ten or something because mm-hmm. I, I think there's again I, I think we I started to hate it because there were so many of them and so much was shit but I think there there's a handful of like good ones top ten I don't think I'd it be would able. be hard because you're gonna have to watch more than thirty five oh. I could I could do ten well uh, yeah I think there's ten great ones yeah um, it would be hard to watch the uh, bombs. I think I got like wreck yeah. troll hunter troll hunter troll I like hunter. Uh, as above, so below. I enjoyed. Yeah. Last yeah. Exorcism. I enjoyed. Didn't like that one. I liked. I liked the Cloverfield. The yeah. I wish the Last Exorcism was just a, a, a movie. movie because yeah. what's his name? The guy from that was the the creepy oh, teacher in Saved by the Bell that plays the the priest. Pat, awesome. pre, he's yeah. so good in he that. He's so good in that. Anyways, we're, we're getting off track here. We're yeah. gonna start down sixty-five. Yeah. No, let's go to <laughs> top ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exorcism. Another episode. Found Slide, footage. Found footage. We, need, we need Dan. We need Dan Bazangle for yeah. that one because he's the found footage guy, I believe. Um, um, this is a remake. Uh, it's probably going to be like Harold. Night of the Living Dead from 1990. I love this remake so much, and I don't know why I do. It's one of the weird things that like it just hits me in a level that like. I think it's a good movie. Original didn't. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, oh, the original's not on my list, which is wow. weird. 
I like this one better. No, some which, people agree. Yeah. I think they are pretty similar, and I think this does do some things better. Mm-hmm. I really like that black and white yeah, yeah. film look of I the... Get, I like it, but I just like this one better. better. I don't know, maybe it's like Tony Todd yeah. more than like... I almost feel like they're Dwayne, equal. I don't know. Oh, I... I uh, Dwayne, not Dwayne Johnson. What's the guy's name? Dwayne Jones? I think it's Dwayne... Dwayne... Jones. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah Anyways, I, I like Tony Todd as an actor. Like, I think everyone in this plays a role better. Even, yeah... The effects look better as well. Like the zombies look cooler. This is my uh, sixty-five, and it is Dwayne Jones. Okay. Dwayne Jones, my yeah. sixty-five. I don't even know if any of these are included in my list, and I'm being yeah. serious. I've had that with a couple of movies. I'm like, did because some of them were so close. But yeah. I, I, if I had to pick one, I would have picked the original. But I do think the ninety-one is very close. Like yeah, I, I think depending on what mood I'm in, I might enjoy the ninety-one better because you get the better looking zombies. Yeah, I like. I hate the female lead in the original. Yeah. She's so. Whereas this one, they made her like, ah, she kind of kicks ass and is not completely yeah. useless. But then Tony Todd's great, but I kind of really like Dwayne Jones. Yeah, I love Dwayne Jones. Yeah, yeah, but I think the, the, yeah, again, there's, it's not something I could, yeah. I would argue with. Whatever you know, I think they're both right opinions. So, I agree that they're both opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Garbage. So your number sixty-five, you've already. Uh, yeah, my number sixty-five is the Blair Witch Project. Yep, yep. So did you talk about your sixty-six then? You did, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Mine, We're back to you <laughs> that quickly. My 65, uh, again, uh, kind of sitting around that same period, this time from 2001, uh, Brad Anderson's Session 9. Oh, oh yeah. Awesome. Again, another, going off of Blair Witch Project, which I think creeps me mm. out, this is another movie that is one of the few that kind of gets under my oh, skin. Yeah, I yeah David yeah, Caruso's tingly. face is yeah. so creepy. He's so cool. <laughs> um, he's a ginger. He's, a, he's my hero. There's very few ginger actors that we can look up to. Um, Randy Quaid, right? He's yeah, a true yeah. ginger, but they, they, they always put... They always put shoe hair, polish yeah. up and in there. we got uh, the dude from Happy Days. Um, <laughs> Ron, Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Um, so yeah, if you haven't seen this film, it's uh, th- this this guy is uh, needs money. He has um, he puts in a bid to they're going to remove a, 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 a asbestos from um, asylum. Yeah, yeah an old asylum, asylum yeah. an abandoned asylum. So he puts together a group. He promises them he'll do it in some crazy time, like two weeks. Yeah, like every guy there has kind of got his own issue. They're all they all need money for whatever reason. One guy is a gambling guy. Mm-hmm. One guy is like now sleeping with. Um, uh, David Crusoe's ex-wife, so there's tension there. There's a young guy who has like a he just needs money. A hardcore fear of the dark, though. Um, but anyway, so they go there. They, but as they do that, they some of them kind of investigate um, at night. Some of them finds like there's a great scene where the guy finds all this money, and then you find out the camera pulls back, and you find out it's from the cremator. Oh, it's awesome! You find like gold coins, like yeah. gold teeth and shit mm-hmm. like that from the. But why this movie is so creepy? So they find these sessions on on tape, and they start listening to them at night alone. A, they get slowly I, obsessed with them. Yeah, yeah, and this is an effect that's used a bunch, yeah. but I don't think it's ever been no. used as well as yeah, this movie. And I, awesome. I don't think Brad, Brian Anderson. I mean, I, I, I like yeah. some of his other films, like Vanishing on Seventh Street. Yeah, Stakeland. Stakeland. Or he didn't do Stakeland. That's uh, Mick, Jim. Oh, Mick. Jim. Uh, um, yeah, right. But anyways, he's, he's yeah. Done, what's his other one? Uh, anyways, yeah. But he's on. never he's never hit the high that this one. It's too mm-hmm. bad because this was early and. I was like, wow, this guy's going to have a career. Um, a lot of those guys, there's, there's a lot of guys that did these films like Jim Mickle that came out around this time and they were like, wow, these guys have so much potential. And then they, yeah. even Ty West, like, it seemed like that guy. I guess Machinist, he did this and then The Machinist. Oh, which is, oh, wow. Yeah, that's too. insane. And, and then 
and and also did Trans Siberian, which I think is kind of like I actually that's yeah. the one I haven't seen. Uh, 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 something I've I've watched. That's one with the sound editor. No, no, no this on a is train. they're on a train. It's with Woody oh, Harrelson. Okay. It's it's really it's like cool. A thriller, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's a thriller. Yeah. It's really well done. But you're right. Like you now look at what he's done since, and it's yeah, such a yeah. disappointment. So is this what's going to happen to Eggers and? I and see, I don't know though because they're they're <laughs> I think they're bigger and they they're they're like they have a bigger audience I think like these guys came out with films they were, were popular very cult, like the IFC cult, yeah like Stakelin what's well, the difference yeah. like IFC A twenty four is kind of like IFC was but then but now scale. on a big scale because yeah. they branded themselves so well and I think yeah. horror right now is hotter than it's ever been I mean yeah. COVID has been shit for movie theaters but look what every movie that is been hugely successful it's been a horror movie this year yeah they're coming out with these minuscule budgets and they're making you know 100 150 200 million dollars on like a 10 million dollar budget and it's all these bigger budgets that are jungle kind of, cruise yeah, yeah that are kind of losing money right like all the biggest movies this jungle year have cruise. been horror and we got <laughs> halloween still coming so uh which again has a, a pretty tiny budget considering but anyways uh yeah. so they, they go through these tapes these sessions and it's this this uh this person with multiple personalities and he there's conversations happening. It's all the same person, but you don't know. Like mm-hmm. they're going back of some traumatic event that happened in their family, and they're, they're it's the they kid talking, then it it's is. the adult, and it's it's fucking terrifying. And this is going on while s- scary kind of supernatural almost stuff is happening in the asylum, in the abandoned asylum. And like. then there's there's kind of a, another side plot where you know something happened with this guy and his at his home his home life that's going on and it all kind of melds into this fantastic ending and mm-hmm. those final lines of the session oh. over the credit uh, the pulls oh, bag yeah. it, it, again another just perfect ending uh if you haven't seen this i think it's one of the scarier yeah. films out there definitely one of the scarier modern films and all the like david crusoe everyone's kind of great in it um it's got to what's that other guy that hasn't really josh lucas who i don't know if he's been oh yeah better he started. He kind of became big and then disappeared as well. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just that blend where everything kind of works in there. I think it's oh, and the the great scene that where oh, it's like the, the uh, my copied. bloody Valentine. Yeah, where it's been copied many times. Where he's running all through. The, yeah, the, the generators as going the down. lights are going off. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, great movie. Uh, Maddie, your number uh, sixty four. Yeah. Another weird comedy horror, but I think this is probably one of the one that works. Way better than any of the Carmody Horror. Shaun of the Dead from 2004. Oh, yeah. nice. This movie is a uh, love letter to uh, zombie movies, but it is not done with a tongue in cheek, like wink. It's done like with an actual comedy backbone as opposed to like a horror with comedy in it. It's a comedy movie. I think with it's the best love letter it. homage that's yeah. been done. Like, I think that that one feels like he actually is a zombie fan and is doing mm-hmm. a great zombie film. But he, he like he grew up watching these films, but he's doing a great film. But with I, his yeah. own voice, yeah, exactly. Whereas I think a lot of I other guys were like, "This is a comedy movie with horror and... elements, as opposed to like a horror movie with comedy elements." You know, what I'm I saying? think. Like, yeah, but when the horror ramps yeah. up, yeah, I think it, gets it really, and, and, yeah, yeah, when the horror scary. ramps up, it, it's real. Yeah, it's not like a dung like. Like Zombieland is kind of yeah. a straight. Well, they they tried it, but I think that feels yeah. more like a comedy. Whereas yeah, like Zombieland, which didn't make my list. Yeah, almost like in retrospect. It doesn't hold up as well. It yeah. feels like a time, a movie of that time, and, and because it maybe plays up on, not it's not as into, clever. Yeah, it's not as clever, and yeah. doesn't care about the movies that preceded it yeah. as much. No, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's my uh, sixty-four. This movie's fucking awesome, right? Yeah, it's great. So that's yeah, that's made two of our lists. We'll see if. Uh, oh, 
What what number was Shaun of the Dead for you? Uh, I think it was six, or sorry, eighty one or wow. Um, I forgot that Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Shaun of the Dead. I need to gate. revisit that one. Um, my number sixty four is. 1974's Black Christmas, directed by Bob Clark. This is the awesome. uh, you know sorority house that is terrorized by a stranger. Uh, we talked about this on our very classic episode that talked about Black Christmas. Uh, so I probably don't need to go into it too much. Um, yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's haunting. There's great characters. Everybody the is memorable. In this are amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. It's That's awesome. two Bob Clarks for me, by the way. That's crazy, right? Yeah. I'm just waiting for. I assume Porky's going to be higher up there. Yeah, that yeah. scary Porky. It was movie. kind of a horror yeah. movie for me. <laughs> he calls um, Porky's. <laughs> so my number sixty-four, another nature gun amok, another William Girdler uh, Grizzly from nineteen seventy-six. I you wore, wore the shirt I know, last week. Yeah. And I, this year, this week I yeah. wore the uh, blind, blind dead, dead, which was on yeah. my last. So I guess I should have. Um, you should have swapped your yeah, weeks, buddy. I I was just so excited to show you guys the grizzly shirt. I just got it in. And I'm wearing Mr. Dress Up, so my number 63 (laughs) is Mr. Dress Up. Starring Ernie Combs. (laughs) Uh, So this is another, again, the plot, I don't have to go over the plot of this because this is Jaws. This is one of the biggest ripoffs of Jaws. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love it because I love Jaws. This one, it's a. This one, instead of a big shark, it has an 18 foot, 2,000 pound cannibalistic bear. Uh, It's angry, it's pissed off. And hungry. The way he frames the killers are all done kind of cool. Like they're all shot differently, but they're all shot kind of mm. fantastic. Um, it's almost like arms flying through the air and shit. Yeah, there's violent. Yeah, you yeah. see arms get shot. But the, he does some interesting stuff. Like the, the way it's done. Um, you have yeah. It's it has it has like the the mayor who won't shut down. There's like because this is all in a national forest. Uh, it's uh, a big vacation spot for hikers, and, stuff, yeah. and he refuses to shut down. <laughs> this is it is. There's, and that you have the chief ranger, yeah. um, the bear expert, and the helicopter pilot. Huh. Uh, so it, it is, and Christopher George again, by the way, yeah. who plays your the, boy, uh, my boy. Um, yeah, it's it's just a great. Uh, film and uh, there's not too much to say about it. It's just Jaws and it's probably the best ripoff <laughs> of, Jaws. of Jaws. Better than Cruel Jaws. And I, without spoiling too much, I'll say the end involves uh, a grenade, uh, a bazooka or some kind of missile launcher. <laughs> Great new son of a gun. <laughs> Is that the end? Um, <laughs> it, it's close to that. <laughs> Um. Yeah. This movie. Oh, and there's also a great scene too, where Bear fucking takes out a, a lookout tower. It's pissed, and there's a guy looking. Oh, that's bear right. Yeah. And attacks it until it yeah. takes down the whole tower. They should have called this movie Claws, right? Yeah, that works too. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, again, one of my favorite. I have one more Nature Gun Amok that I'm going to talk about on today's episode, and then that's it. But um, I hope it's brighter burn. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's actually Boar. Uh, Maddie Matt, turned me. Maddie turned me. Number 62. No, uh, but yeah, Grizzly is, is a great one. Um, oh, yeah. I got a 63 from 63. Black Sabbath. Oh, what yeah. What a fantastic uh, anthology movie. It starts off with this cool, like almost like Twilight Zone, where like a, there's a lesbian couple. Uh, her pimp ex boyfriend, who she got arrested, is out of jail and he's calling her, like, hey. I'm going to get you. I'm going to come over there. I'm going to kill you. So she calls her ex-wife, and uh, things don't go the way uh, any of her. Lo- yeah, her, yeah. Her, lo- her friend, who's kind of like her lo- ex-lover. Yeah. And then it goes in this really 
crazy take of the vampire lore called the Vorlach. Vondelach? Vondelach. But before you get into that, just the last story, it's kind of interesting because depending on how you watch that, the U.S. cut or the Italian cut, well, not oh, only all right. these stories yeah. are different yeah, oh, They're order, all like, yeah, they're all fucked up. But that is actually, compl- that story, the American cut cuts out, they weren't allowed to show like the lesbianism stuff. and oh. So they kind of change it. It's more of a supernatural story. Like she gets like a letter and you see the words like form appear oh. all of a sudden. So it's a little bit different depending on which cut you watch. Oh. I think they oh. both work, yeah. but I, I do enjoy the well, Italian Well, I guess the American has a wraparound. And the American like, cut yeah, that you the get Italian Doris doesn't. Karloff's awesome weird, voice. Yeah. Right. Whereas Italian cut, they, they dubbed yeah. over, which is so weird. But um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, the second one is like this really cool vampire take where like the vampire only kills the one they love the best, and it just kind of if they come back uh, within forty eight hours. Well, he he, pro- he leaves yeah. and says, "If I don't return by this time, then I've probably turned." Yeah, but he and comes he back like, like that yeah. in a minute. So like, all right, he, he's back, but within a minute, should we kill him? And, like, yeah. it's a cool story there. But the reason you're watching this movie is the end called the drip. Where this nerf steals this uh, ring from this um, lady who passed under her watch, mm-hmm. and it is the coolest looking ghost I think I've ever seen. It's, it's that it's, and Zelda are like the yeah, two creepiest. <laughs> this uh, ghost will give you nightmares. Like even as like a thirty six year old man, it'll still like kind of like what the fuck is this? You'll actually like see us like erotic like, nightmares, the, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah, wet nightmares I call them. <laughs> the drip. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Maddie just like yeah. also just said he was younger than he is. Well, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I kind of forgot how old I was for a second. This forty-six-year-old man. <laughs> you saw this in theaters, didn't you, Maddie? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was a twofer on a Sunday. <laughs> so that's my sixty-three. That's a great cool. sixty-three. Yeah. I love that movie. Um. My number 63 is for 2001 uh, Pulse. Uh, Kyoshi oh. uh, Kurosawa, the same guy that did uh, Cure. Yeah. Um, I just picked up the, I just released on Blu-ray. I just picked up. Uh, yeah, I got the arrow. Yeah. I'm going to watch it this October. I've heard Either this of you have seen this? No, I've heard I, this I watched the, the uh, American version with uh, uh, the girl who's in it's Frozen. Fine. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fine. I don't even know how that, yeah. this movie's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm excited about seeing this one actually. It's basically a digital ghost story. I don't yeah. know how to explain it any better. <laughs> it is your devices causing you torment, but then also being real ghosts. Um it's it never relies on you being scared at what jumps at you. Um but it's right in front of you. So it's another movie that shows what's going on. It's a woman crawling towards a couch. But, like, why are you scared of that? Well, you're scared of that because of the surroundings and, and what's going on. And, and this series of loop videos you're scared of. A face directly staring at your loves and your fears. Um, it never fakes what's going on on screen. Mm-hmm. Like, it always shows you what's going on. And it's really... There's a precision in each shot. I think... Cure is almost on the surface, maybe the mo- more enjoyable of the two. This is the one that had me thinking for. Oh yeah, it's that like spooky, like it gets it, in your craw. Super spooky, super like. What was that? Like, why did that happen? Yeah. What, what does that actually mean deep down? And I was, I was creeped out by these kind of like random sort of events, and uh, yeah. It, uh, 
like um, amazing. And I I'd watch a bunch of J horror uh, when it was big, and I think I saw most of all the wrong ones. Yeah, um, I, I watched uh, back well, in the well, early Ringu and the and, and Ringu's good. Juwan is, yeah. is good. Yeah. yeah. These are another level above that. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed Dark Water too. Yeah, because even like, what was that? Shutter, Pulse, they all made like yeah. American versions that were not really that yeah. great. Well, yeah. yeah, that was like the word, like yeah. every time there's like the re- the American remake was like a year later. So it's yeah. like, like I own all these. Maybe own, like, other than yeah. The Ring. Yeah. yeah. W- which I, th- I like, I-, I don't love, but I think it's good. Oh, yeah, it's fucking good. amazing. Like remake. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, we might talk about this later, actually. <laughs> but like, yeah. that's that's a good movie. But most yeah. of the the J horror remix, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of. Are, are, well, are. I was surprised. I revisited Juan and or sorry, The Grudge, and I didn't mind it because I didn't like it the first time, and it, it worked a little. Because that one is like, well, you're more into hair these days. I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, like that oh natural, he calls it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cool. Okay, my number sixty-three. Here it is. The 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 last nature gone amok for me. This is probably my favorite. I guess it would be my favorite nature gone amok. Alligator from nineteen eighty. <laughs> awesome. Um, this is directed by Louis Teague, who is probably most maybe most famous for doing the uh, making us all afraid of Saint Bernard's uh, infected with rabies, which and Cujo. and and Beethoven. I get and it. Be- yeah. Yeah. Um, Cujo could have made my list. I just didn't get a chance to revisit. I remember mm. really being surprised how well that worked last time, especially the the relation between the the mother and the, the son. But that's not the film. This is so. This one stars Robert Forrester, uh, Michael V. Gazzo from uh, The Godfather, and Henry Silva as like this cocky hunter. Um, it's literally the urban legend of a baby alligator flushed down the toilet and it, it, it survives mm-hmm. in the sewer and you find out though this uh, company is testing um, growth uh, ser- uh, serums or something, growth formulas on discarded pets and stuffed dogs and cats people get rid of, they take them in and you find out that they're secretly doing these experiments and then they discard Flush the bodies it down the toilet. and then the, the alligator's been eating them and getting bigger and bigger. This is a huge ass, like, I don't know, how, it's it's big. It's I weird because like there's a size disparity in this movie. Like, sometimes it's right. the size of, like, a subway. Other times <laughs> the size you can fit in a swimming pool. I feel like this has been parodied a bunch. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's been has. a lot of, like, other, yeah, yeah urban legends. I think this is the best. What I think this one works the best because, unlike a lot of the other Nature Gun I've talked about, they're just super fun. This one actually has a bit of a human element. I mean, I'm not saying you're getting too deep character development, <laughs> yeah. but Robert Forster is such an interesting lead. Yeah, like, he is a really good there's actor. There's great where yeah. he's like yeah. bawling, and I guess he was going through that in real life, and he talked to the director, and they were okay with him bringing up. So like, they constantly bring up this joke inside in the movie where everyone's always bring up these bawling. Uh, there's a relationship between him and uh, this girl. That, uh, she's a reptile expert that they kind of dislike each other at first, and they go to the... Which kind of, I don't know, it's kind of, yeah. kind of fun. And... Um, and uh, yeah, and then there's also this whole side plot where his previous partner, when he because he was he's a cop, uh, got murdered, and everyone blamed him for that. Like he held him responsible for his partner getting killed, and then you know something happens with another guy when he goes in the sewers. But so all that I think kind of works, and I think Robert Forster is the great lead. That maybe the, some of the other films have like fun leads, but they mm-hmm. don't have. I An think Robert Forster, yeah, kind of above and beyond in the in, in this. And uh, I also think it just works like. 
I mean, yes, you're getting crazy moments where it's bursting through sidewalks and roaming the streets and eating people, and there's like a wedding Mm. scene where it comes out, and (laughs) it's all great stuff. But there's also some really stuff early in the film, kind of like Jaws, where it's in the sewer, and it's in the shadows, and you can kind of see its eyes or see it walking. The really great, shocking moments. What is the kid in the swimming pool? It's one of the most terrifying things. Yeah, there's a great, where the the kid's at the birthday party, and they're playing, um, it's like a nighttime, and the kid decides to take his friend and throw him in. They're playing uh, Walk Off the Plank, and the elevator, or sorry, elevator the alligator has been hiding in this pool and it fucking it's terrifying and eats this kid and it's like holy shit no ah. one's safe yeah what, what do they use for the alligators in this it's a, it's all i'm not sure how they create it's practical effects like it's a big mechanical it's like jaws thing. yeah like it's jaws. A mechanical and it's, i think there is some like a stop have, motion as well yeah like it, it looks pretty good there's yeah. some moments where yes they don't have the budget but i think overall it looks good mm. and i think again like it, it's just so fun um yeah yeah to me this is this is the the one again I, a lot of the one they all made my top 100 so i think they're all great movies yeah. i know this one's it, the nature uh, gun is not for everyone i don't know if you've even seen any of the movies i've, n- I've not about. seen any of the ones so maybe one day we'll have to do uh, a month of them <laughs> they may not work for you who knows maybe they will but uh it, it's uh yeah it's a, it's a subgenre that i just love and, mm. and enjoy and uh yeah this is in my opinion the best one Awesome. Uh, Maddie, you're number 62. Speaking, well, we weren't even spoken about Early today, we we're talking about camp movies that actually feel like kids going to camp. Sleepaway Camp 2. Have you seen this or Sleepaway no? Camp 2. Dude, have you seen this? No. It is fucking fine, yeah. awesome. It is like, Sleepaway Camp 1 is like, all right, camp, this is like crazy slasher. Like, it's pretty much a Pamela Springsteen plays a Angela and she just thinks anyone who is naughty deserves to be punished. So it's all these kids getting into like Regular hijinks. They got the one girl's a bit promiscuous, sleeping around, and the kids like taking pictures of other girls in the shower, and she doesn't have any of it. So she just murders all these people <laughs> in the most fun ways possible. It's, this is the Nightmare on Elm Street three of the series, where it's like yeah. part one has some funny new moments, but it's kind of like a real yeah. Camp. This is just com- completely is, completely comedy. Yeah. She's delivering witty one liners every time she does a kill. It, it's a lot of fun. What's down there? She's pushing a girl's head into like an outhouse. Like, yeah, what's down there? It's pee. Like, yeah, what else? Toilet paper. And what else? Shit. Yeah, that's what you are. You are shit. And she just kind of throws her down there. It's fucking awesome, man. And again, it's one of the movies where the ending, you think it's going to go this way, and it's kind of snaps in a fun way. It doesn't end the thing way you think it's going to. It's. I love it. Have you. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, to be honest, I, I didn't get a chance to revisit this one. Yeah, so I, it, who knows? It might have snuck in there. I, I remember Speaking, really enjoying it's it. It's pretty but. much fun from like minute number one to like a minute. I don't know, like eighty four. It depends. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so a parody of the genre, so it depends yeah. how you sleep are away camp. Just missed my list. Okay. Um, so spoiler? sleep away camp too. We haven't seen. Maybe we can do like haven't beers. Seen. Yeah, that'd, that's a, that'd be a good beer movie. That too, is definitely yeah. a beer movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was one of those. Well, you know, <laughs> when we get to our shock tease, I'm all my uh, my picks are going to be stuff that almost my, made my list that awesome. I'm regretting. Maybe that'll be one of them. Not two. I, I've never seen. It. Uh, so my number sixty two is from two thousand one. The others. Oh, awesome! Uh, this is one I've liked basically since the first time I ever saw it. It is such a good movie and it just kind of slowly sits with you too. Like you get to live in this house with uh, Kidman. Yeah, and I, I thought a few years ago that the the twist was going to maybe play worse to me. I don't think so. No, it's I don't great. Think it well. 
because I don't think the movie relies on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got excellent performances. Nicole Kidman's great in this. Um, the kids are great in this. Yeah, surprisingly, right? Yeah, which is always surprisingly. Mm-hmm. And uh, you also, I, it, it creeps me out. Like, it, it, yeah. it there's some really super creepy uh, scenes. And it's also, it's another one of those one that where it creeps you out, but then when it comes to what it's going on, you're heartbroken and mm-hmm. and it, it almost feels like a precursor and maybe better than anything that Flanagan's been able to do. Uh, In a lot of ways. I, I think I have to see it again before I can... You might be right. With this one, uh, I didn't get a chance to revisit this, so it didn't mm-hmm. make my list, but I, I did really enjoy it the times I've seen it. I just I, t- I remember throw it, it on. being very such a slow uh, burn, not, but I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, like, there, there's a little bit of two hours, right? It's probably close to that, like yeah. two hours. It, it, like There's definitely a slow burn aspect, but there's always mm-hmm. something going on. Mm-hmm. This came out when it was kind of we were seeing a bit of resurgence of Supernatural, and this was when I was kind of excited about like we were getting some good stuff. Del Toro was doing some stuff. Yeah. I think the Orphanage might have been around there. Even Sixth Sense, there was some interesting Supernatural mm-hmm. stuff coming out, and then and then James Wan came out. And I liked James Wan. I liked all those Insidious and stuff, but I think that was kind of like the downhill where jump scare, jump scare, jump. And yeah. it's too this bad because this, this has was, a few of those, but not many. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I still think this felt like more of a respectable. You know, I mean it. Nicole Kidman leading it and that mm-hmm. gothic kind of feel to it. it. it like, that's mm-hmm. the other aspect. It's got a r- true gothic feel. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I love Haunting of Hill House, but it's a different mm-hmm. kind of beast because it's a no- novella, basically. Yeah. And this is a movie and uh, they yeah. play by different rules. Where I don't, I think Flanagan hasn't figured out how to turn movies like this. In, yeah. You know. I think this is the better horror film whereas the other one like Hill House has some moments but I think it's almost more of a drama drama for me at least yeah Uh, cool Uh, my number 62 uh, from 1975 Race with the Devil awesome Uh, this is the Peter Fonda Warren Oates film Uh, them and their they go on a a RV road trip uh, with them and their wives yeah, they, they park, they camp their um, RV, and then at nighttime they're out going for drinks or whatever, and they happen to know something across the river, uh, fire, the, and they're like, ooh, what's going on? There's like kind of this woman dancing naked or whatever, and then she gets... Dance of 7,000 boners. Yeah. She gets brutally <laughs> murdered, you find part out. Two. <laughs> part two. <laughs> she is part of a ritualistic human sacrifice, um, but then as they see it's like, shit, oh, they get all frightened, and they're, but then the wife, like, opens the RV, and it's like, hey, guys, are you coming in? And they, the, these guys in the cult see the light, and see, and then it shines on these guys, and they see that these guys saw what they just did, so it's this great chasing in the middle of the night, and then it, it goes on and on from that point. It seems like wherever they go, these people are following them, and then like even the towns around it might be in Something on it. Are up. they part of this cult? You don't know how far it goes up. There, there's, mm-hmm. it, it's just there's some great, great action scenes, great stuff with cults. There's, there's some cool moments too where like they're camping and like they go whatever and they come back and their dog is like someone's murdered their dog mm-hmm. and it just like keeps on getting ramped up and ramped up. Uh, great shocking ending. Um, th- yeah, this movie is fantastic. If you haven't seen it, again, one of those films that. Once it starts, it doesn't really, there's not really too many slow points. It doesn't let up, And eh? again, you kind of get that great 70s chase film with real stunts and and crazy stuff happening with, you know, that you don't really get these days. It would be all CGI. 
Um, so if you're an, a fan of car chase movies and you're getting some of that too, but I, I think all the, the cult and devil stuff works quite well. It's uh, it's fantastic. Awesome. And underrated. I don't, yeah, it's not like, really on a lot of even like, like Blu-ray. Uh, like it has up. a Blu-ray, but it can't, it's part of a double I, feature. Like. Yeah, I have a double feature on like DVD, which is yeah. weird. Yeah. Anyways, uh, my sixty-one. So the last uh, one we're talking about today. I know dun, it's dun, dun. one that I feel uh, weird putting it on like a horror movie list, but I, it's such a cool fucking movie. I can't not talk about it. Ghostbusters. It is yeah, such this, a good, flawless movie. It's you could tell how, how I yeah. struggled with this one. Yeah. Did, the, how, did you go there with this? I'm counting as a horror. You're counting <laughs> yeah. as a horror. So okay. it's one of the things, like, I, I, it would be higher off my list, but it's not quite like a horror movie. How can you par- compare this to Sleepaway Camp 2? It's hard because it's so different. But Again, there are horror elements, but everything about this movie is perfect. The score, the yeah. acting, the ghosts themselves. I, I know. Look great. Yeah. But yeah, this it's is not really like a scary. It's not intended to scare there, people, no, but there I are. I disagree. I think it was. There is. I think like that. There are scary moments. That was yeah. a problem yeah. with the new, the the female. It wasn't that there was females yeah. in it. It was that they were trying to do straight comedy. Like watch the first. The, wait, one wait, the, the, the did you say one. like the females were trying to do comedy was a problem? No, sorry, I'm, saying, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> the female, the film that the females weren't the problem of that remake. Yeah. It was the fact that. They it was all comedy. They didn't realize they didn't, why we love Ghostbusters. Like they didn't Ghostbusters have any, like, has some really scary movies. Ghosts. It ha- it's a really dark film. A lot of stuff mm. at night. The score is, is creepy at parts. There's that great scene where uh, Dan Aykroyd and um, uh, fuck, what's his name? Winston are in the uh, yeah. I can't remember his name in real life, but, but yeah, it, the, the great uh, Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson, where they're having the the great discussion on 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 God or religion and, and mm. supernatural. I mean, I don't know. All that stuff is is so good and. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. I. I think it definitely counts as a horror film. I, I went back and forth, and I started watching clips. I'm like, no. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. It's one of them weird ones that, like, I can. Yeah. How, how do you? But it's still fucking great, right? It is still like there is a lot of. I. I, I. I will. There's. There's a couple movies. Yeah. That I went back and forth on a bunch with this. So. Yeah, it's right. tough. Uh, it actually, the one I'm going to end on could be argued as well. So a little, right. little bit of so tease there. What's your sixty one? But also. It's a little bit more obvious, but also a horror comedy from uh, 2014, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, awesome. Yeah, this is a good pick. Uh, uh, Honestly, the more I've kind of sat with this one, the more I've like seen little things. You like it. I love it. I'm kind of dying to go into the FX series now. I'm going to do this October, actually. Yeah. I think we're going to get into it. Nice. Um, It's just really. Fucking smart, but also yeah. this is another one. It like Shaun of the Dead. It knows what it's, it's parodying. parodying. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but it, intimately, it has like the uh, was that Kent Orloff from uh, yeah, uh, not Salem's Lot. And, yeah. Like, yeah. Again, I think when the the directors and writer, the team behind it are big, like you can tell when they're they're horror fans. But they're also not like I'm gonna throw on all my favorite scenes. It's like no, I, I love those films, but I have this story. I'm going to do my yes. own thing with it, and yeah. I think that's yeah. I think yeah, it's yeah. A, a real story coming from uh, a, a guy that 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 knows what to utilize out of those yeah. other films, and even for like, but not to comedy, like you're eating worms. Like, well, usually like you have to be eating spaghetti. You just can't be like eating hot dogs. You have to like it looks like worms. You yes, really just do that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's it for me tonight. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm gonna end. Oh, I'm curious what yours 61. is. No, that's not a horror movie. Forget it. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Well, see if you can guess. 1989, Joe Dante, Gremlins, The Burbs. Ah. Uh, oh. I at first I was like, there's no way this is a horror film. 
Oh, it's a horror film. It yeah. is a horror film. When, but the ending, yeah, without spoiling too much, the ending pretty much makes it. But there, there's a nightmare sequence. If you yeah. look at John, Joe Dante does a lot of things that is like, you know, winks to, if you're a horror fan, you'll get yeah. the music score. The gothic, like, old decrepit mansion is mm-hmm. right out of a horror film. And just the way every time the stuff with the, the Klopex... If you don't know the movie, it's pretty much Tom Hanks, uh, Corey Feldman, Bruce Dern, uh, and then I forget his friend Ray um, uh, Ray what, Ray, yeah. du- Ray Ducommon, who's like a Canadian comedian. He's amazing. Yeah, was that the guy from Frankenhooker? Is that the same dude? They're they're like the nosy neighbors, yeah. and they yeah. like judge these people because they come in and they're not. They're kind of like yeah, hillbillies, and 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 kind of these guys are almost the villains yeah. for a lot of the movie. They're like. Spying on spying them it to the point where they're breaking in the house, and because they think that the Klopex, they he saw something kind of rear view window saw, and they think they saw that maybe there was a murder or they heard something, mm-hmm. and and it just gets like it starts out like okay we think it's it just gets out of control and to the point again where they're breaking into their house and um yeah I, I went back and forth and then I started looking at a lot of clips and uh, it definitely is a, a horror. horror film yeah I I. Uh, I have no problem it's categorizes. Not, like, Tom Hanks is so fucking good in this. It was that Carrie Fisher is Carrie Fisher's yes. wife. Um, yeah, actually, I will say Tom Hanks. This is probably yeah. my favorite Tom Hanks movie. Also, uh, I've said I said this before in my, in my Letterbox review. This is my favorite Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. And I actually, again, I know he's great. He does all these. I love and miss eighties Tom Comedy, Hanks. He was Tom doing Hanks. like Bachelor Party. Big uh, Joe vs. the Volcano, like these movies that were just like fun. Was there a silly? movie where he plays a dog? Or well, there's thinking? Turner and Hooch where he has. Oh, yeah. maybe I'm thinking. That, maybe I'm thinking of how too. I don't know. I enjoyed that. Fuck you, Tom. But yeah, anyways, uh, was he in Walk Like a Man? I I don't need. Shut up, Maddie. Okay, <laughs> never mind. I'm out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, this is um, it's 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 such a fun movie. I need to revisit this because if you actually, you're, I'm surprised you didn't bring up my letterbox rating. I think I actually went down the last one, but I think it was one of those things where I know when it, and I a week later I was like, why did I give it that rating? I, that was fucking dumb. I'm gonna rewatch it probably this week, and that rating is gonna. It's uh, it also up. a great summer movie. Yeah, exactly. You, you yeah. can't watch this in Shocktober. This is well, a summer. I think, it, but the, the, with the, the the lightning in the house, and no, the, the, but the, the the whole thing yeah, is based yeah. in summer. It's it, it, they're on summer vacation. Yeah. This is a movie you watch in the summer. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna. Watch it's it like now. watching a baseball movie in fucking December. You're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> what about October? Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> well maybe if it's if it gets it's the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Walk like a man with Howie Mandel. By the way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if you want to uh, email yeah. us and tell me that I'm a fucking idiot for uh, mistaking Tom Hanks and Howie Mandel in the '80s, you can find us at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. If you want to tell me that Brad Anderson actually directed Stakeland and he was behind <laughs> the scenes, go to moviecitymaniacs at Instagram, uh, the app. Dot com doesn't fucking exist there. And if you want to tear apart all my animal killing flicks or argue that some of these movies are not horror, you can find Facebook. Uh, just search Movie City Maniacs. We have a group page and like page. This you is- can find Facebook. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> you Maddie believes this. in you. Kyle <laughs> believes in you. you. Find goddamn you Facebook can for do us. This. Stay inspired, guys, and stay scared. Bye.